We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. The Hammerheads guys, presented by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. You know us by now. I'm Neil. He's Chase. You guys will get to join us later on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. There's pressure on callers uh, after Monday night. Poor I mean, performance for you guys. Keeping I mean, it not real. Not our fault. We we're keep, just the facilitators. I mean, keeping it real. It was. We're the point guards. You kept missing shots. I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, we can only we can only do so much around this. Point. Nick Saban would say you had rested on your laurels. Is that what it was? Yeah, As yeah. AK would say, justify your existence. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, got bucks. Cowboys. I guess I should say Cowboys. Bucks because the Bucks are the home team, the sure. de- defending national champs. I mean, defending Super Bowl champs. I should say getting uh, their home game. Ole Miss playing Thursday a ranked night. soccer match tonight. Oh yeah, they play UCF tonight. I think UCF seventeenth in the country. Oh wow, something like that. It's Ted Lasso night at the Ole Miss soccer stadium. Which makes sense. It's worth a shot. Yeah, sure, sure. Why not? It's all. Uh, it's all good. Are you watching Ted Lasso? Uh, I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm. Kind of. I have not caught up. I Do you not like it? No, 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 no. It's great. I, the problem with it is, you know, the expectations are so high mm-hmm. that I think they have gotten met to this point, but season two worries me a little bit. Like, I keep hearing it, it we got a dip, and I'm a little concerned about the it dip. It's a brief dip. Brief They've dip. really done well. Okay. Yeah, we talked about it on Mind of My Money today. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's brought to you by Pinnacle, by the way. It's mypinwealth.com. Um, it reminds me from a writing standpoint mm-hmm. of The Office in that they trick you with comedy, but, but what they're again. really doing is they're building character arcs mm-hmm. all towards a conclusion. The end of The Office, I've talked about this, I, I can't watch the last episode of The Office without like tearing up. Because you develop such an affinity for different characters for different reasons. Especially something that goes that long where you really dive into them. They're such a part of your fabric for such a period yeah. of time. I mean, it, it, you know, I was I was that way to a point with How I Met Your Mother, even though the final seasons were bad. I mean, it was just you, you would kind of 
especially for my generation with that show, you kind of grew up with it a little bit from the standpoint of you go from your 20s into your 30s. Like you're getting married and you're having yeah. kids and things that they're doing at the exact same time. There are shows that, that pull you like that um, Ted Lasso, trick you a little bit. Ted Lasso does that. They're yeah. starting to do that with multiple characters. It's not just Ted. Yeah. It's multiple characters. I, I, I really like the show. It makes me, I don't know. Couple, couple, the couple of the season two shows when they've ended, I've been a little dusty in the room. Really? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Doing that, uh, we're going to try out some hot sauce tonight. Our uh, the person that provided it is actually in the thread. I'll allow him to dox himself if he would like. I kind of hate giving names out, but nonetheless, we're going to do some uh, Trader Joe's Green Dragon tonight. Um, is what this one is. Okay. It is. Um, let's see. It's it's a jalapeno hot sauce. We got jalapenos, tom- uh, tomatillo, vinegar, little sugar, some cilantro. Uh, I mean, so far so good. Yeah, I mean, garlic, more garlic, a little spinach powder. Okay. Um, and a little lime and a little habanero. A little. So how much habanero? It's that's the, the very last ingredient. Yeah. So okay. just a just a hit. So we, so okay. we got a little jalapeno. All here. right, sounds good. Yeah, we'll do that uh, here in a few minutes as we kind of get introduced to you guys, see what's going on. Um. I'll tell you real quick about Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. If It's the same company, different names, same company. Uh, if you're in the Oxford, Tupelo, the surrounding area, it's call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you are in um, Hernando, South Haven, Olive Branch, Memphis, that area generally, 662-429-4429. If you happen to call the one that should serve the other, they'll connect you. It's the same great products. Same people, same service, different names. Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, guests will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters is uh, on the square in Oxford. Probably a busy place over the course of the weekend. They'll have all the football games on on Saturday. Ole Miss and uh, Austin P get started at 6.30. There will be games on earlier if you're not in the Grove or whatnot. Or, then, um, or Friday night, whatever the case may be. At Rafters, uh, great burgers, po'boys, appetizers, beer selection, full bar, the whole deal at Rafters Music and Food. I'm coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios. So is Chase. Uh, Clark Ford Studios, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. And um, once you get your quote, uh, you can shop it around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. So, uh, yeah, Matthew Jones says he does not care, so he provided the uh, the Green Dragon here. So, again, we'll get to that here in, okay. a, uh, in a second, see what it tastes like. Uh, pre-game show has been played and loaded, so it yes. is there. If anyone is ready for it, it is uh, – it is long. It is almost three hours long. Two fifty, I think, is where it ended up at. Something like that. So you can uh, hear from Ben Mintz. You can hear from Pete Deweese doing another hell of a job breaking down um, just schematics in general. You get a little bit of everything there with, uh, with with Pete, Keith Carter on the show, Jeffrey Wright again, Ben Mintz. So good stuff for, for two hours and fifty one minutes. Yeah, I, I I looked to make sure we had stayed in one stream, and yeah, we did. We had so. I saw those. Kudos to the people at Northeast Spark for making that happen. <laughs> N-E-Spark.com, S-P-A-R-C.com for, uh, for more on that. Uh, you know, it's kind of, it's not a surprise. Um, I want to hit this one topic, then we'll try that, and we'll go from there. But 
we watched the internet today, watched the internet the last couple days. Um, by the way, credit to the Ole Miss football Twitter account today for the Blues Clues tie-in with the, the oh, Snoop very good. thing. It was very good, very very relevant, very uh, taking advantage of a meme that is that is that has happened. Because I raised my kids to Blues Clues. I remember Dylan watching it. I'm obviously too old, but I remember Dylan wa- Dylan watching it with Steve in the the late nineties. Sometimes it would get really damn frustrating. Blues like, clues. The clue is right there. It's right there. It's it's in front of you. But then you would realize that the audience was three or four. It's the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I was not aware. I, he he got out of it, or I got out of watching it in the same time, or whatever was happening. Yeah. I did not realize that they sent him off to college. And, and he just left. In for the, just gone. He's just gone. I mean, for kids, I had to be like, wait, Steve's leaving? Well, he said you got to meet your best friend, Joe. Yeah, I know. I get it. But, like, they'd been with Steve. That's our dude. I mean, I mean Steve was their guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had gone on lots of problem-solving deals. Yeah. I'd be like Dora. Be like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mickey just be, peace out of this well, thing. I'd be like Dora going, hey, I'm out. <laughs> See you, boots. Carmen San Diego back in back in my day. Yeah, I mean, come on, uh, I know. So uh, credit to them. But all I'm saying is, you talked to Ben about it. You can listen to it in the pregame. Matt Corral getting significant Heisman buzz after one uh, one week. Vegas believing him enough to move some odds down to around five to one. Yeah, here uh, here this week, a team that went five and five last year. I know Lane Kiffin's the coach, but the way Ole Miss has reemerged into the national spotlight so quickly. Um, it speaks to a couple of things. It speaks to Lane. I mean, that's that's yes. That's one A B C D E F G H whatever. Yes. But this plays into Lane taking the job and everything else. And I, I'm not. I'm not really trying to make this an in-state thing, but they have so much more national brand recognition than like a Mississippi State to be able to make that jump so much quicker yeah. and kind of be just an SEC team that elevates. It was um, the reason that, he wanted the Ole Miss job over the Arkansas yeah. job. It wasn't that he thought the Arkansas job was a bad job. He just knew it was a more difficult job to do what he wanted to do, which mm-hmm. was to build a national brand. Yeah. You know, you look at him today, he replies to the dumb tweet about he can't win nine games, he can't hit himself, he just, just does a little okay. The Will Hall tweet. Was just fantastic. Oh, I didn't see this. So what happened? Will yesterday? Bless I, I, I listened to the interview. Okay. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So Lane retweeted it with deep breaths. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so take, hard. I'm like, oh my! Lane should have done his own GIF with the calm down. <laughs> yeah, I, it was. I almost tweeted to Lane. You you blew a chance there. <laughs> If if he does his own shift for calm, I, down, I would have then. just I would have said retire the internet. That's that's as good as it gets. It was, and then he did the thank God to Ontario Drummond, and that was funny. I mean he's he's on it today. Yeah, um, he likes his team a lot. Sure, uh, and he's trying to make sure his team stays loose, confident. His the whole team's deal. personality, it, it, because I mean that's what happens in college football. Teams take on a coach's personality, demeanor, everything. You, yeah. you you're a robot of your coach. In all ways. It's why I wish it was the right one now. big flaw for Hugh Freeze. Yeah. When they were loose, oh, dangerous. You know, but then they got tight. However orchestrated or not orchestrated, I mean, you get the Katy Perry tweet today. She has 108 million Twitter followers. Yeah. Now, if you want to laugh at something, go to the replies because no one has a damn clue what she's talking about <laughs> in the replies. They're just Katy Perry fans tweeting all sorts of gibberish. Yeah. But, well, and it's also been seven years. In seven years, and there's a staying power to that for whatever that's worth. Dude, we um, live in a news cycle where the president of the United States was asked about about something that happened in Afghanistan, and he goes, "Well, that was four or five days ago." 
Literally, his answer was, that was four or five days ago. Four. <laughs> and this is not political, not at all. I mean, no, no, just cycle. Just, yeah, it's yeah. just the news cycle's like, Phew. I mean, it's so fast. No one remembers Katy Perry at Ole Miss. I mean, they do if you're Ole Miss. But if you're out there in the You don't remember that sphere, one game day when Katy Perry held up a corn dog. Yeah, and my buddy up. in Dubuque probably doesn't quite place that. So that'd be that he went, I'll be down. Katy Perry tweeted about Ole Miss and yeah, Matt Corral for Heisman. Exactly. Bingo. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Something to, I mean, I don't they gotta maybe keep winning, he, but maybe he could have done that at Arkansas. Maybe he could have done that at Missouri. I I don't know. But I think of I think you can do it at Ole Miss easier than you can do it at those places. There's a certain lane lane at Ole Miss, because Ole Miss is kind of known always as being that chaotic, crazy, stupid, good, bad team that's good for TV or whatnot. They have quickly elevated right now without really any caveats as one of the top five, and maybe I'm using too many teams, fun teams in college football. Just straight fun. TV, points, whatever. You know you're going to get something when they're on there. I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be nuts, but you're going to get something. I don't know who's above them in that category. Yeah, just – not saying that the, the top, no, 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 five, no, no, no. top five team. No, I'm talking about just you turn the TV on and who's getting the eyeballs and goes, I mean, yeah, Ole Miss is playing. Uh, sure. Something's about to happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. Might be a skyrocket. Might be a train crash. I don't know. <laughs> Not going to be boring. Yeah, no, they're, they're top five least boring teams. Yeah. Now they need to, you know, now the, the goal for Lane, he says, is, well, we'd like to be one of the top five winningest teams more than Sure, whatever. of course. But look for recruits, for brand. I keep reminding people that that 2019 season gets remembered for Elijah Moore and the urination thingy. Mm-hmm. They weren't very good either. What time does this game kick? 720-something? Okay. I don't know. You know how the They're NFL is. It's a, it's a party. The opening night really is. Yeah, of course. It's, it's... You ever been to an opening night? Nope. I went to one in... Indianapolis. Oh, I remember that night. New Orleans, uh, New Orleans at Indianapolis. Yeah, I didn't handle that night very well. I, I got, I had a couple and Indianapolis did not like the way a, that game went. Indy was a party. That place was loud. That was like forty to fourteen Colts that night. They beat the hell out of. The yeah, place. yeah. Well, and if you were in downtown Indianapolis that day, and I was, you knew. I know how this game's going to go. Did you really? Too much emotion. Saints beat the Vikings in theirs. Who was it? I don't even remember. I know they won, and I remember kind of watching it, but I do not remember who they played. Do you? I don't. Yeah, I don't either. In 10. For some reason, Vikings sounds right. I could be completely wrong, but for some reason, that that, that sticks out. Uh, yeah, 14-9 to nine over the Vikings. Yeah. Bringing out all the trophies for the Bucks. I mean, this is the night you celebrate it. And they're going to win. Looks like a very socially distanced crowd. Does it? In Tampa, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what it, most NFL teams were doing. And not no, I'm doing. kidding. It's packed. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Are, are we watching two different broadcasts? Or what? I don't what are we know. Doing? I've got one on um, the Peacock streaming there, and then this is on NBC. Yeah, it's not showing the same things unless we're really delayed, and we might just be really delayed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I'm not really sure what's... What's going there? Did you go to St. Elmo's back in 06? I did not. It was too crowded. It was crazy. 
Um, I've, I've, I've circled a couple Saints games. They play a game on my birthday. I thought about that. Um, there's two or three that have caught my eye that I've inquired about with some people and kind of seen what the what the deal is. Um, but no, I haven't actually made firm plans for any uh for any, any Saints games yet. I mean, I typically will make at least one. Um, I used to be a lot better about it before just life. Um, but they've got a night game on my birthday. That makes some sense. So that's that's possible. Um, it would be doable. Uh, let's see. Yeah, stri- well, yeah, we're well aware. Streaming's around thirty-four seconds delay because even you guys are about thirty-five seconds behind us in what you're. Oh, seeing. Is it a big delay this time? It's about what it always is. It's oh, about okay. thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. That's that's typically kind of where we uh where we're at. Yeah, actually, today is not my birthday, even though I've seen four or five birthday messages in the, in there. It is in December, so after the football season. Yeah, every day's your birthday. I actually kind of like Collinsworth. I think he does a good job. I know, I know he's sort of a... He's fine. Love and hate guy, but I kind of... I think he's pretty good. I don't hate him. Uh, yeah, there's not a ton of good golf in New Orleans. I mean, you're doing TPC Louisiana and driving over there, you're doing English turn. I mean, there's a couple decent, just, I mean, like if you literally just need to get out and hit the golf ball, I mean, there's a couple of public courses locally, but without something like a snob. So how really. much are you putting on? This stuff? Yeah. I mean, not much. I just kind of want to see what it tastes like first and then we'll go from there. But I figure a cracker is good because you can, I mean, it doesn't have a taste you're interfering with. We're trying hot sauce for the podcast people. So again, this is Green Dragon, I believe is what it's called. Is that right? From Trader Joe's? Yep. Trader Joe's Green Dragon Hot Sauce. Got a little heat right there. I like I like jalapeno, so I'm all about a jalapeno hot sauce. I'm bracing for the habanero to kick through. There's a little bit at the very end, but not really. I mean, it's it's not. That's hard. good. That's good because it's not. That's not killing you at all. I think that would make. I honestly really do think that would make a hellacious version of the jalapeno wings from like a Wild Wings. Oh, a much yeah. better version of that with that stuff. I, I think that would be great for with a wing. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, we might have chewed the microphone. That's possible. Do we? Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Let me, let me get one more. I want to try it with a little more. Let me one more cracker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, YouTube will catch the uh, the F-bombs. Yeah, every time. Are, yeah, every right. time. They're good about that. We see it, but yeah. nobody else does. Yeah. So we got the message, but... Do you understand Pete a little more this week? Get to completely clued in at it yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to kind of. I'm learning football. You learned football today. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff, Pete. And Matt too. It's got a little lingering heat. It stays on your tongue a little bit. This is really good. Good. The the front and the the beginning and the end. The middle it really dies down and then it kind of catches you one last time. Yeah, I need that on. Maybe some flank steak, some wings, something like that. Yeah. We made a chimichurri. Mm-hmm. 
last week. It was delicious. Yeah, it's not overpowering. It's not as hot as the Scotch bonnet mustard that I eat all the time. That's probably the main hot sauce I eat, unless I'm eating like something. Matthew, I would like that quite a bit. If that's not too much of a trouble, I'd love that. Yeah, that's good. Um, That's kind of my speed right there. Because I don't like it a whole lot hotter than that. No, you don't want to get just... Where it's just... Yeah, it serves really no purpose other than the intentional pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The intentional pain. The ones where you go, okay, you can't enjoy that. There's no way yeah. that you're like, I, I, look, I, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry about your manhood because something yeah. is going on where yeah. you, I mean, you, you felt the need. I've never to... understood that. Oh, that makes you less of a man. I'm like, <laughs> how? <laughs> what is the that? guy who's like sweating, like he's yeah. just pouring off. Of, it's like, I'm all like, right, it, all right, it's, all it's right. not even pleasant. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I like flank steak too. Aubrey says love flank steak. I like skirt steak the best. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll put the skirt steak in the sous vide at about 129. Okay. For like six hours. Is that what it takes? No. I mean, you could do it. The longer you keep it in there, the, I, I think, uh, my experience is, the longer you keep it in there, the more tender it really? gets. Okay. But it doesn't continue to cook it. Yeah, sure. Because obviously it gets to 129. It will hold it at 129. Yes. And then I'll sear it, just literally, you know, a minute and a half on each side. Probably gets it to 134, 135. Yet it's really tender. It's fantastic. Really? Oh, I love it. And I like flank steak a bunch. Uh, I like flat iron steak. You can do the same thing, but skirt has become my favorite. What's your human cheerio recipe? What do you do? Uh, it was a, um, It was a shallot. A Fresno chili, um, parsley, oregano, cilantro, red wine vinegar, salt, and oil. <clears throat> Will says one cut of meat is your final meal. Um, is, and it's going to be cooked perfectly, and I don't have to worry about anything. It's. I'm just looking for flavor. It's it's ribeye or prime rib. It's a bone in ribeye. Yeah, that 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 cooked perfectly. That's what I'm saying. Because here's my thing about because I order a lot of fillet out somewhere. The podcast is brought to you by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Podcast brought to you by Northeast Spark. That is S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark with a C.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, and more. So find the best internet around, call the office, and get it wherever you are in the Oxford area. Again, 662-238-3159. Tunes around town coming back tonight, 5 to 7. Three different locations around the uh, Oxford Square by the Growler. You've got Eric Carlton and Nathan Robbins at Pocket Park out on North Lamar. you got Jim Malucky and then 
around Spring Street, the Blues Doctors, that's 5 to 7 tonight on the Oxford Square. Get some dessert, get some food, hang out, listen to great music. That's brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com for all your real estate needs in the Oxford area. Nick's Tan and Associates. Nick's Tan, Oxford.com. They uh, sponsor my weekly 321 football content item really built around the Ole Miss football season. So click the link in that content item, click my signature on the message board, or just go to nickstanoxford.com. Let Clay DeWeese, O'Keefe Graham, and their team of associates help you out with anything in the real estate market around Oxford. I've used them multiple times. Give them a chance as well. Clay's also your District 12 House of Representatives member. So uh, for anything real estate in the Oxford area, nickstanoxford.com and then for uh, any community pharmacy needs GNM there on South Lamar in Oxford Tyson Drugs on the square in Holly Springs 662-236-2222 they deliver locally in the Oxford area they offer MedSync to figure prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you whether it's one trip to the pharmacy one delivery you'll have what you need when you need it and remember for your state or school employee and you see CVS Caremark on your prescription benefit manager that has nothing to do with CVS Pharmacy you're all good keep doing what you're doing stay with Tyson Drugs or G&M Pharmacy again 662-236-2222 Is it bad for me to admit this out loud that I'm not crazy about filet? It's fine. It's fine. I like it but there's a certain degree of Hey, this is like the finest cut. You're like, yeah, but a lot of times filet doesn't have a lot of flavor. I'm just being honest. Oh no, no, no! It, well, that's what I was about to say. It's it's the beef version of. I don't. I don't even. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. But like. Whatever it is, you have to flavor yourselves, and that's what it tastes like. Almost, you know. What I mean, sure. I, I mean, I mean, I'm not calling it tofu, but the yeah, the, no, no, the, I'm, the I'm, beef version of tofu. I'm where, good with that. Where you have to, you know. But if you tell me, hey, I, I can go to a restaurant and I don't have to worry. I'm not worried about calories. I'm not worried about money. I'm not worried about anything. It's a bone-in ribeye, but I want it. I want it medium rare. I don't want it too rare. Where where you get closer to the bone, it's blue. And sometimes that happens. Well, now that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then I'm, at that point, I don't. I know some people like steak to the point where the cow, you're not sure that the cow's dead. I'm not there. I I like medium rare. If I don't right completely trust the place, I'll order a filet sometimes because I know it's not going to be so fatty that I'm pissed off when there's very little meat on it. Sure. I know the amount of beef I'm getting. Sure. And I trust them to go, hey, just... Hopefully they just threw some garlic, salt, and pepper on that thing and called it well, a so day. So this is what's going to here's here, Greg will Greg will love and hate what I'm about to say. Greg Jones, when you get used to going to places like LBs to get your meat, mm-hmm. it's a blessing. Changes the whole. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so good <laughs> yeah. that when you step down a little, you can be like, ah, that's not. That's not what I asked. It's kind of like wine. Mm-hmm. You get used to a $30 red, that $11 red that's a lot cheaper, tastes like jet fuel. I mean, any spirit. I mean, Um, yeah, 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 you know, I mean, it is what it is. There's a reason we drank Taka in college and we don't drink Taka now. I mean, it's... And I'm with Cole when he says this. He's right. He says a good strip is amazing. A bad strip is awful. Ribeyes have a lot less fluctuation. So, oh. now he's right. 
Because a great strip, especially a bone-in strip, yeah, sure. In many ways, is to me better than a bone-in ribeye, because I know I'm going to get more meat, less fat, and there's going to be more consistency in the temperature. So if you, that might be my answer. Now that I think about it, if it's going to be done exactly perfectly, it might be the bone-in strip. I think I'm still bone-in ribeye, but sure. And I mean, you know, really good one. I mean, I, I do love me some prime rib that is really well done, correctly done. So, right. Yeah. You just burn the hell out of it. I'm all about it. Yeah. I, I like prime rib fine. It's it's not my favorite thing. It's it's, really? good. it's good. I mean, I like it. I'm not. I wouldn't say oh, that's awful or anything. But I, I don't. But I, brisket's I never, your favorite barbecue meat, isn't it? Yeah. I, I I thought it was. Yeah, but. I don't like a ton of fat cap on the top of a brisket. You cut almost all of it off. Oh, I do. Yeah, I don't drink enough rum to have a great opinion. I mean, I've had some rum. I'm good with some rum, but that's not something I'm I'm well versed in enough. I've done a couple of rum tours, and that's about all I got. Yeah, um, our friend Neil Forbes brought me some rum last week that I haven't tried yet, but it looks really good. Ginger says, my whole family eats steaks well done. I didn't know I liked steak until I went to college and had one cooked medium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, are we talking, I mean, like, obviously no pink, but, like, the little bit of shade of brown, are we talking, like, charred? Like, what are we, what, what are we doing here? I've, I've seen them get well done where they're well done. Where the only way you could eat them is a one or you've got to coat them in. I mean, something. you got to do something at because even point. at that point, that's not that's not even making a good sandwich. Oh no! I mean, that's not no, even. No, like... no, no, it would be a bad sandwich. Bucks go three and out. All right, we're we're doing food for a minute, and that's okay. There's a lot of football content. Yeah, I mean, there's literally a three-hour football show, so <laughs> go have at it. Like, it, this is Thursday night. So I have not, Cole, sous vide a brisket. I have thought about it, and I've read about sous vide it to, like, 140, 145, and then smoking it the rest of the way. So you're basically you're sous vide it to the wall okay. and then smoking it through the wall. Oh, and they say that it creates um, that the beef is is juicier. There's more hydration because you can you know you can cook a brisket a little too fast and dry it out. Well, sure, oh, yeah, like, like yeah, really yeah, yeah. dry it out. Yeah, brisket's one that I'm kind of scared of. Like I feel like it it requires a little more than I than I I have the ability for at the moment. Um, the best bourbon is William LaRue Weller. It's not close. Year over year over year. It's bottom line. Now, good luck finding it, but that's that's the answer. Um, the Pappy thing does very little for me. Um, yeah, I've had Pappy once, and it was, it was, it was the good. The 15 is very good. The 20 is very good year over year. The 23 is too aged and starts getting into a weird flavor to me. Frankly, I think that's the most overrated bottle of alcohol in the world um, is the 23. Um, the 12 is kind of bad most years to me. Um, 
not a huge fan, but the 15 and 20 are really good sweet spot bourbons. I mean, I don't look if you want to pay for them, have at it, but um, they're they're, they're good. But the, the the 20 is my favorite of all of them. The 23 is way overrated. This is about where I need Cole to call in in a minute and tell me how he did the brisket. Oh, what do you say? Well, because he says it's the way to go. He says I was. I think he was talking about me. He says I was on the right track. Okay. Essentially, he says, "Yep, that's the way to go. It's awesome." And then someone asked about, "Do you inject the brisket, then add beef broth, broth when you wrap?" When I wrap, I pour some coffee on it, just for the fluid. You don't. You don't ever taste the coffee. Cole, are you around where you talk? If I just tell Neil to call you, we can just do it that way. Uh, Ole Miss only had one practice media availability. I think they were out there to some extent Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, they practiced two days. Yeah. Lane was being a little bit hyperbolic when he said one practice. Although he said he didn't see it. He so, didn't see it. I mean, Because I don't think he's getting cleared until tomorrow. Uh, yeah, the two best attainable every single day bourbons right now are Old Forester 1910 and Woodford Double Oak. That you just will find on every shelf. Those are Those are the, those are the answers. I mean, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I like Woodford Double Oak. Yeah, it's good. Says he'll call when the kids go down. Okay, cool. Well, just shoot us one of us a text and we'll, we'll look for it. Um, there is a notebook up on rebelgrove.com. I talked to... Well, I didn't talk to him. I wasn't there. Full disclosure, I was uh, taping interviews. But um, I listened to the interviews with Dontario Drummond, yes. Orlando Amana, and DeAndre Prince. So that notebook is up. All the videos are up. There is a, uh, speaking of LBs, there's a uh, butcher versus a spin instructor up. They combined to go 16 and four last week, so we can make fun of them, but they went 16 and four against the spread. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty, yeah. (laughs) I mean, say what you will. Um, So that's, that's up uh, also. And uh, McKenna 10 ginger was it, it was a great bourbon that was sort of a secret, and then it won. Can't I believe find it anymore now. I believe it was the San Francisco co- competition, spirits competition, and when that happened, it blew up. Not only and not be able to find it, but the price two and a half time jump where it made it okay. It wasn't it's that still good. good, but now we're because it went into from a, like fifty to one hundred and twenty five. Yeah, right? at one point it's like thirty five. I mean, it was like a yeah. oh hell, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And now, yeah, now when you get into a ninety dollar bottle, well, I got a lot of options now at ninety bucks of what I can go grab. Well, that's Man. what people will, will make fun of me because I'll talk about Buffalo Trace, how much I like Buffalo Trace, and they're like, well, you know, there's this this bourbon and this bourbon and this bourbon and this bourbon is better, and I'm like, yeah, but I can get Buffalo Trace for thirty dollars. And those are not $30. So, yeah, the $90 bourbon is probably better than the $30 <laughs> bourbon, but. Yeah, it's. There's some day drinkers where I'm just not. You're just not. Yeah, just not going to spend the 110, 120 bucks on a bottle when you go through enough that that becomes a uh, a thing. I, I didn't think about getting from a military base. I need to go to La Vino. I've heard people talk about that in Tupelo. Oh, they're great. Yeah, Joe's great. And yeah. I've not been. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. is that? Uh, I'm learning to. It's not far away from you at all. No, when if you get back out on Gloucester, yeah, you're you're close from where you're at. You can make that during practice and easy. Okay, so that'd be an easy little little jaunt for you. Okay. Marv said it went from forty to eighty. Now back to about fifty. Okay, well at fifty, now we're back in the ballpark. So I was in Jackson, Tennessee, a couple weeks ago for Carson's tournament. 
and I stopped at a place and I actually saw it there. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might be more available. I haven't hunted for it in a long time just because it came so, you know, so whatever. Gulf Coast Reb, thanks so much for the super chat. It says, reminder for the um, thumbs up, guys. Yes, please like the podcast. Just It kind of helps the way it's distributed a little bit. And uh, if you haven't subscribed, please do. We were, were super close to 4,000 today. We might already be there. It's I don't three, know. It was at 3.99 when I looked. Um, he says, really appreciate it. We appreciate you. And somebody earlier in the show, let me go find it. Okay. Because we were, I think we were. He was asking for hats. I answered the question and said we currently oh, okay. do not have any inventory on that. Um, but thanks for the super yes. chat, Kyle. It was very nice. Got a text that Carly wants to know Neil's dogs' names. They are Gus and Rizzo, which I yes. guess I should have told mm-hmm. her at some point. But um, yep, Gus and Rizzo. That's uh, Rizzo's. I, not really the most friendly, just most outgoing. That's not fa- that's not fair to Gus to say most. No, friendly. Gus is very friendly. Yeah, he's just not going to go out of his way to come find you. Yeah, the Gus way Rizzo is. is. Gus kind of chill. He's an introvert. Rizzo's an extrovert. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. At nighttime, Gus goes. He goes and gets on his bed and goes to sleep. Rizzo will come in and hang out with me until I go to bed. Rizzo has that great lab thing where he shakes his whole body is like a bull in a china shop and uh-huh. knocks everything over. It, 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 it's, it's almost like a snake. It has like seven different vertebrae in it where it just does this. Yeah, he gets he gets excited. He wags his whole body. Uh, yeah, like and subscribe. What it does is just if you if we have more likes, it throws it into more people's feeds. The way the algorithms and things work. Um, like the other night on Saturday, we asked you guys to like it a lot. It got into trending in Mississippi, where if you lived in Mississippi, you automatically were seeing it in your in your in your thing as a live show that you could see. So, hey, we have the Golden Triangle as a top ten market on our ad packs. Um, that is that it is that almost is, that, consistently is yeah, that is correct. It sits six to nine, depending on sort of what. Almost, I'm gonna see what where that is. What's going on? See where what is? I'm gonna see where um, Golden Triangle is right now. I'm not gonna dive into all of it. I'm just curious. Just all SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it won't be super scientific here, but yeah, it'll give a general idea. What it, I mean, it probably tells you a lot about just old misses. Yeah, it messed up on the notifications this morning, Ben. I, I don't really know what caused that, but we had that issue with multiple people. It did not for the people who had hit the bell. Um, it had not done a very good job of of alerting you guys. I don't really know why. Uh, last seven days, our top markets are Oxford, sure, Madison. SoundCloud breaks it down too much because you don't get general. Yeah, like I would like the entire Jackson area. Yeah, you know, so it's Madison, way. Brandon, which is the same area. <laughs> yeah. Memphis, then Jackson, then Nashville, then Ridgeland, which tells you. So that we've done a lot in Jackson's, which you're telling it us. It tells me that Jackson's our number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Uh, Birmingham, Tupelo. Then there's Ripley, which should count as Tupelo. <laughs> Ripley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas, Hernando, which is kind of Memphis. I yeah, mean, yeah, Clinton, yeah. which is sort of Jackson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's it. That's funny. We appear to be doing well. Okay, so good for us. So the middle of the state is conquered. What this tells yeah. you about the Ole Miss alumni base, fan base, whatever, is the coast is non-existent. We never push numbers in the coast. Yeah, I'm trying to see where we get 
first coast number, Diberville's coast, right? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay, it's it's we got a pretty good number there. Pascagoula, uh, uh, Hattiesburg. Okay. All right, but the answer is we're not doing well in the Golden Triangle right now. Okay. Well, we. I mean, we're, we're just not. We 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 we've fallen off in the Golden Triangle. Uh, we can. We can look on YouTube, but I've never really paid attention to that um, as far as where they come from. That's our problem is we don't have anything that puts all the location analytics in one place. You have to kind of go and average it out. I can, we, we have a company that will put listens into one place, but as far as the location stuff, it does not work the, uh, the same way. But, yeah, the coast doesn't do, doesn't do much for us. Um, you guys like winning. I can tell you that. Um <laughs> You got like winning. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at numbers like <laughs> immediately after wins, and it's it's like go rebels. Um, yeah, we've never said we're trying to dominate the Oxford video scene. That has literally never been a a a, a, a goal of mine that's I, come I, out of my mouth. I don't even know how one would do that. Well, you, given that I didn't know there was you a just scene. dominate. I mean, you 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 control it. Okay, you you take it over. I mean, I'm. For those of you who aren't listening to the Rippy Wrights podcast, by the way, you should. But apparently, a lot of you are. Yeah, his uh, his podcast with Weldon Rotenberg, where they talked about the Louisville game. I mean, yeah, they have really good numbers. Yeah, uh, to the point, I wanted to go in and kind of see what other stuff was looking at there. I mean, to the point, there's a couple of our shows where we're just barely beating them. Yeah, he was piquing my interest a little bit. Yeah, I know. So. Oh, I mean, look, Neil, you didn't do a damn Tuesday podcast, and look what happens. I know. Rippy takes over on some. <laughs> I'm like, Wally Jesus. Pips. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, a lot of you listened to the Butcher versus the Spin Instructor, which has only been up since this morning. It's done pretty well. Yeah, I mean, anyway, grind nobody, all jokes nobody, aside, nobody, nobody wants all, all the analytics. I know, but grind. The joke is that back during the probation NCAA stuff, really and truly, like we popped big numbers in Starkville in the Triangle, huge during all the NCAA yeah. crap. I mean, he has fallen off a little since then, but they don't. Now that you're winning, they don't want to listen. No, the day after you beat Louisville on national television is not really the time. They go, hey, you know what? Let's see what those assholes are saying today. Like that's not really. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, that's not really it. Um, no score halfway through the first quarter. Cowboys and uh, and Bucks. Boy, it was a pretty throw. Uh, we were referring to our co- former coworker who is uh, trying to dominate the uh, the Oxford video scene. Hope all is well. Um, yeah, we did get good numbers in the Golden Triangle when it was bad. Oh, that was they would listen. Oh, 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 oh. They're supposed to go automatically to Spotify. We don't actually upload anything to Spotify, but of the two places we upload them to, they're supposed to go everywhere from there. Um, how that works and doesn't work, I have no no idea. Um, so, beats me. Yeah, I mean, look, Ripley's. Yeah, Ripley's got a, a big fish. That's that's true. <laughs> um, no, not not. N- Incorrect grind. You wait before your time, probably with us. You wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't make this yeah. connection. <laughs> yes. Not so, flames. A ways back. <laughs> yeah, they, they they hit a home run with the Snoop Truck thing. It is. Uh, it's it, it's. I, I assumed it was going viral. It had a lot of uh, of watches. That was when they tied into Blue's Clues, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I'm assuming he's talking about. That's what I saw. 
Uh, let's see. Another news, right? SEC basketball schedule did come out. Um, yeah, Ole Miss opens at home. First time in how long? As, as long as I can remember, man. I mean, I know it's happened before, but. It's like, but it seriously is like three of the last 15 or yeah, something. It was a running joke with Andy during his years. And I think it's the first time for Kermit that they've opened it. Really? All right. Rebel Double O says figured out the Publix bourbon marinated salmon recipe and currently in the process of baking that right now. It's fantastic. Why are we calling it the Publix bourbon marinated salmon recipe? I prefer my salmon cast iron skilleted. Than baked, um, always do it on the. On it. Always do it on the um, planks. Do you? Yeah. Because so, you like the cedar. Because it's it's easier to get a consistent cook through it without burning the bottom by accident. Okay. Yeah. Oklahoma Rebel, thank you for the uh, super chat. Where are you from in Oklahoma? Obviously. Newest had family there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I almost had a kid go to school there. Well, you said you kind of screwed it up. Yeah, I think she'd have headed there. Touchdown Bucks. Yeah, they're going to win tonight. Most nights, unfortunately. Nine plays, 94 yards, four minutes and nine seconds yeah. there for Tampa. Brady hasn't lost the step yet. What's the promo code at Dead Soxy? Uh, is it just Rebel Grove or is it something different? Yeah, I'm making sure it's not a Rebel Grove 20. Let me look. Bourbon, soy sauce, garlic, brown sugar or honey, and a little olive oil. Okay. Go through a couple of these real quick so that you'll know. Uh, sure. Muddy Water Camo, the promo code is just Rebel Grove. You get 35% discount on all of their products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more on your order. They sent me some of their stuff. I'm not a hunter, and I think it's really cool. Uh, a lot of new products on the site. Their brand new Muddy Water, Lit, Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel is up on the site as well. MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Again, promo code RebelGrow for 35% off. Dead Soxy. It's DeadSoxy.com. D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. Promo code Rebel Grove at checkout. One word, but it, it appears that you can capitalize or not. Doesn't appear to be case sensitive. But if it is, it's the capital R, capital G at checkout for twenty five percent off your entire order. And remember when you go to that order, when you go to do it, check out their clearance stuff because sometimes by the time you include the twenty five percent with the clearance, it's it's like eighty percent off sometimes. Eighty. Sometimes. So if you're just interested in grabbing some extra socks, do that. Their their Ole Miss stuff, the college line, is really cool. I actually talked to somebody at uh, somebody at Arkansas today who had gotten some of the Arkansas stuff, just the red and white. Yeah, sure. They were thrilled. Yeah, it's, dead, it's a great product. Yeah, Dead Socks. He's also doing those um, kind of those red and blue bundles where you can get you know four or five pair that are at least all miscolored, um, kind of all at the same time there. So take advantage of that. Um, you and I both have a couple at least out of that pack. Um, yeah, we talked. We used to talk about them all, a lot as far as what they do. They do not fall down. I mean, for most people, that really is a big deal. They almost kind of use little 
rubber things, kind of like the inside of golf shorts, but they will hold on. They're they're comfortable and they will not fall down your uh, your calf there. So you're, uh, you're no, you right. never have to pull them up. Yep, that's the whole deal. So least favorite part of our new business model. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know that I have one. Is in the new way we do Saturdays. I guess just the way we do Everything. our job. I don't. I, I don't really have a least favorite part. Um, Especially now that the morning shows are back, I feel like just the flow is so much better in the mornings for a reason. I'm not even really sure of. Um, I don't know the, why, why I think that. Depending on the day, I kind of miss games a little bit as far as being in the stadium because um, it's so different from yeah. what I just grew up doing, um, sure. what it's so different from. But here's the deal, too. I mean, in all state jokes aside or whatever, but there have been times on the beat where we had legitimate friends and we found people really funny or it was a little more entertaining, but a lot of that time has passed, honestly, <laughs> from that. And I, I don't even necessarily mean that as the criticism that it came off as, but, I mean, I, I you know, you look around, and I mean, Neil and I, the way just hiring and everything's happening, I mean, nobody's much still around from, from 10 years ago. No. But there's a lot of young bucks hanging around yeah. now versus, you know, it's not it's not David Brandt and Kyle Veazey and people like that still still on the beat, chilling out. So, um, it's been a minute. Um, I don't know if this answers your question. I've kind of found it to be sort of cool um, what we do now, if I'm just being completely honest. Um I've had more fun with it than I'd had in a while. The video elements? The video, uh, the podcasting, getting to do different kinds of podcasts, uh, getting to do different kinds of things. I've had people ask me, like, um, you know, why do you guys do the butcher versus the spin instructor, and why do you do stuff like that? And Because I realize it's not all Ole Miss stuff, but I think it's kind of – I don't want to use the word lifestyle because that's the wrong word. Neil's an influencer is what he's saying. No, not that. But I think the brand is that we've shown we can be fun and we can be serious. And when people go, well, you never give us hardcore football. Well, now we do. I mean, over the past two weeks, it's been two hours and 31 minutes combined with Pete, and it's pretty hardcore football. If that's not hardcore football, then I don't know what yeah, is. It doesn't exist if that is yeah. not it. And so I feel like we kind of – I mean, you're literally getting like an audio reading of like smart football by Chris Brown. I mean, that's sort yeah. of what you're what And he's you're one of the few people who I think can pull it off. And so it's – I kind of feel like we give a little bit to everybody. And then sometimes I'll get the feedback on the butcher versus the spin instructor from people, especially because it's late in the week. And you get it late in the week and people are like, oh, that's a fun content item. I like that. It gets a lot of listens or watches on Friday from people. Yeah, it's, it's not just, serious. No, it, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, no, not at if all. If they go 10 and 2 or 2 and 10, who gives it? Yeah, like, like Campbell called today and and they both got tickets. There was a lottery system at Arkansas oh, okay. and, and they both got tickets. And we were telling them, because last week they waited till like late first quarter to go and they couldn't get in the student section. Oh, really? Because it was full. And I'm like, look, it's Texas. It's going to be a lot of people. They're expecting standing room only. And if you want to get a spot in the student section, you're going to have to go 4.15, 4 o'clock for a 6 o'clock game. Or you're not going to get in. You know, and so... I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of... That kind of stuff's fun. Like, I'm looking forward tomorrow to getting pictures from them just of the stadium. 
being full. But I don't know. From a brand standpoint, I just kind of think we've created sort of well, a, I mean, look, we've a been, we've, diverse brand. I mean, from a podcast standpoint, I mean, obviously video over the last year, we've gone through a five-year NCAA colonoscopy and a pandemic trying to make you guys be informed, laugh, just kind of make it fun and routine throughout every day. I mean, that, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on over the course of uh, that period of time. So, I mean, that, that plays into it, too. I mean, it's, it, it, it's a lot. But. Kenneth Morgan with the um, Super Chat says, for the first time since the Eli years, I'll be at the game this weekend. Mm. 12 wow. years in the Marines and being too far away, I'm over the moon excited. First thank one you, back thank, on September 11th. Yeah, thank you for your service. Um, no, the access thing is not a reason that I'm not, that that's not a negative for the most no. part. I mean, look, we, it's, it's a, and I, I don't, again, don't really necessarily mean this negative because it's just the way of the world is capitalism these days. There is a certain competition level with the university, but it just is what it is. Um, and I mean, we're going to have more yeah. flexibility there. There's more ways to do things that are fun. That does not keep me up at night. Um, I did see that podcast on YouTube a couple of days ago, but I mean, whatever. That's not no. no. That's not something that's affecting our day. No. Um, well, I mean, here's the truth: if it ever goes bad, you're not going there for a podcast. You're coming here for a podcast. And if it ever really goes good, we're going to have a lot more fun on a podcast than they are. Their hands are tied. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, they do a super job and all that stuff. But it's and we use some of their stuff. I mean, they do a great job with video and. Um, I don't know of a better situation from a photo standpoint at a store of a, at a place other than what Josh gives us to. Um, and Seth with the uh, video with stuff. the FTP stuff is yeah. great. What Ole Miss news story really catapulted business for, uh, instantly? Yeah. Free, well, there's been, there's been two huge jumps. It was early freeze. 12, 13 recruiting class, kind of Ole Miss getting back in the football business, and then NCAA hell, where for several years every day was something new and some stupid interview and something that was going on. So those two things catapulted it at different times, kind of the same amount in, in different ways. Then there was Rich Rodriguez and Mike McIntyre. That was big. Where's Mac? I don't know where he is now. He went to Memphis, right? First, is he still there? I don't know. I don't think he's still there. I don't know. Two more years of that, and it was... <sighs> two more? What are you talking about? Had there been two more years of that? Why did you think there were going to be two more years of that? Well, had they not done it in 19, they wouldn't have done oh, it during the okay. pandemic, I don't think. Oh, uh, Dallas about to answer. Touchdown. When did you get the inkling this model would work? Um, podcast or video? What, what, what are we talking about? Podcast, I have no idea. It just kind of happened one day. I don't, I don't know that I have some eureka moment on, on that. The live stream was, frankly, when I watched Jay Tate do it. Mm-hmm. That was honest answer. I watched yeah. Jay do it with AuburnSports.com, and, and um, I said that's something we, we have to do. I didn't think, hey, would it work or would it not work? I remember saying we have to do it. Oh, McIntyre's still there. That's a touchdown, by the way, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's in. Um, The reaction from the fan base to Nutt was, frankly, more positive than you would think 13 years later. But you have to remember, they're coming off Orgeron, so anything looked normal and 
like some step in the right direction. Yeah, you could. It it didn't last long, but you could sort of sell the fact that Nutt had been to Atlanta twice and won the West three times and some of that stuff. Um, yeah, writing to talking. I mean, I I don't really know exactly. I mean, look, honest answer when we saw some ads because. At that point, our analytics were not good enough to figure out exactly what was going on to the point that it was either working or it wasn't working. But when people jump into the boat, um, I mean, probably the night that we did the deal with with Ben and Craddock Oil, for honest, yeah, um, I, so. I think that's I think that's the answer. And that was November. I think that was November of twelve. I think that's right. Is when I think that was. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't, what did we pick for the Austin P game? I picked forty nine to twenty. Yeah, I, I don't remember my forty five to seventeen or something is what I picked. I don't remember. I I didn't give it a hell of a lot of thought. I just threw a number out there. I'm hoping I'm not allergic to this uh, hot sauce. I have a rash popping up on my hand. Do you really? Yeah, as I've been sitting here. It doesn't have any raw tomato in it, right? No, I mean no, and I don't think that's what it mean. I don't think that's what it would be anyway, because I can eat a little bit of salsa and it won't do this. But that's what I've been doing. If you've been watching on the video, is I literally am having a hive pop up on my left hand. Huh. Yeah, so just something to watch over the next hour. Is I'm Twenty-six to three. Yeah, I, I, look, Austin P might score some points, and just again, as we said this morning, chill out. It's gonna be all right. Yeah, I don't. They're pretty good. What's it called? FCS. I always screw it up. FCS. Yes. Yeah. Um. They're a pretty good FCS team. They're ranked in the FCS. They'll they they'll have a they'll have a nice team. I mean, they're not beating an SEC team, but it might be a little closer than people. You think he shows them like the East Tennessee State Vanderbilt film this week and go no, see? I don't, I don't think Lane's. I don't think Lane. No, does, I'm talking about Austin. Oh, P. sure, maybe Jason Simpson. Simpson would. He would. Look, what was it for? He said in thirteen. It's gonna happen. It just might, just might be tonight. Is that what he said against yeah. LSU? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Just stay in there. It's gonna happen. Oh, did he whisper the end? Yeah, kind of. You know, he kind of had. You know, Hugh had that preachery voice. That's a Biden got, thing. Biden finished yeah. today with "Get your vaccine." Did he? Yeah, Freeze would like. It just might happen tonight. It just, <laughs> yeah. I could probably find it and play it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. I was really happy for Andrew Ritter that night. Oh, for sure. Look, that was a beat to hell. Andrew's my team. neighbor now. Is he? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... Because I keep telling Carson to go down there and kick. Might learn, I mean. Yeah, but Carson really likes soccer. Okay. So he, if he played football, he couldn't play... He couldn't play club soccer at all. And high-level club soccer's pretty damned intense at this point. That makes like, sense. Like, it's yeah, pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. So I can I can see why he wouldn't want to give that up to go to football practices just to kick. You need some cold water. I think I'm okay, but I mean it's, right. it's starting to itch. I don't know what's going on, and why why my left hand? I don't know. I mean, it's not bad. No, but I see but, it. I mean, it's there. Yeah, it's there for sure. Yeah, Clarksville, Tennessee is where uh, Austin P is located. That's in East Tennessee. Way oh. beyond me at this point. Okay. Um, you want to open phones and sure. give it a shot and see what happens? Yeah, why not? Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm looking for the number. I've got it here somewhere. 
662-259-0991. I was just going to put it up on the thing. There it is. The Oxford Exxon Podcast is also brought to you by Walk-On's Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Coming soon in November, Walk-On's Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1735B University Avenue in Oxford. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. You don't have to commit to the full season to sign up for 7 Souths services. They offer single-game packages and still have availability for all seven home games. 7 South provides the equipment, secures the spot, and sets everything up for you. They also offer unloading assistance and food beverage delivery on game day. These single-game packages are great for those of you only wanting to tailgate for a game or two, and they start at just $225 per game for non-conference, $325 per game for SEC. To get in touch with them, go to 7southtailgating.com or call 662-321-1682. The Grove will be open for tailgating this fall, and Game Changer Patch Company wants to help you prepare Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink, and the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next play. To get you ready for the Grove, uh, they're running a giveaway until September the 8th. All Game Changer patch orders placed online through the website will be entered to win an officially licensed Ole Miss branded Yeti Roadie 24 hard-sided cooler and a home run bundle of four packs of warm-ups and four packs of overtime. There are also free chances to enter the giveaway, including leaving a product review or following them on Instagram. The link is pinned on Rebel Grove, or you can access it on Game Changer's website in the drop-down menu. Try the patches and enter to win at GameChangerPatch.com. Enter promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. We're also brought to you by ACS. Owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi, ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. They have a full-time, dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. ACS can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. ACS is a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber-optic cabling solution provider. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Also brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate. Pinpoint based out of Jackson. They service the entire state of Mississippi in all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates, and they utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Village at Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of restaurant, retail, and professional office space, along with roughly 75 zero-lot-line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. To learn more, just get in touch with Sam and BB 601-586-3220. I had to reopen Skype. I closed it earlier. Okay. 
All right, so the phone line's open. We'll give this a shot. You disappointed a lot of people on uh, on Monday. It's all y'all's fault. Yeah. It wasn't ours. Mm-mm. It's middle. That's right. North of Nashville, almost to Kentucky, according to Jimmy. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, who do we have? Hey, guys. It's Jarrett. Hey, Jarrett. Was that Christmas music in the background? What was that? Yeah, so we are now... Um, I'm now a single dad, so I have a two-year-old watching YouTube videos. Stella, say hi to Mr. Neil and Mr. Chase. Hi, Stella. Hi. Nope, she's scared. She doesn't okay. want to say hi. Well, I'd be scared, too. What was she watching? Uh, it's uh, Color Color Ducks. It's a YouTube video. Never heard of it. I mean, hold on. Um, so, Chase, you got some explaining to do, man. I assume that's what was coming when I heard your voice. <laughs> oh, because you picked Navy. I picked Navy. Yeah. Um, I picked Air Force and laid the points. Yeah, I probably should have at least spent like 10 seconds on it, but it was one of those deals where taking the points seemed like the more pertinent move there. Just give yeah, me the I mean, points and we'll see what happens. Game, I mean, last year, exception, those games are usually decided by less than a touchdown. Jared, so that's Jared, hang on one second. My mother says I should give you a Benadryl. Do you want a Benadryl? I mean, I think I'm okay. Okay. All right. A Benadryl will put me to sleep. I already have enough time around. I'm just passing along. Anyway. I mean, she's worried about you and checking on you. She's watching? Uh, so I just Apparently turned so. it on. Are you, you having some issues there, Chase? Uh, I have a rash that has popped up in the last like 15 minutes on my left hand. Did you like, touch something weird or something? I've eaten hot sauce. You ate some that hot sauce that has some habanero in it. And that might be what got uh, it. What's in the drink? It's just seltzer water. I mean, nothing. Oh, okay. Literally nothing huh. but water. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah, I think uh, I hear that, man. You might want to give that a try. Do what now? Some bourbon might cure that. Oh, yeah. that Let's pour it right on there and have a little. See, see how it goes. Oh, no. Drink, yeah, drink yeah. it. Your body will be fine. So, yeah, mate. So, uh, the, the pick them didn't work out well, guys. I lost 19 to 24. So, you know, we're, we're 0 and 1. Um, but we're going to we're gonna rebound this week. And if I have faith. It's going to be okay. So, what's this so. week? So I, I was telling you guys last week, we, me and like five of my four of my buddies do uh, college football pick them. So we pick like ten to fifteen games against the spread and the over under. That's and right. And whoever yeah, gets yeah. the right, you have to pay them a dollar for every right. pick yeah, they yeah. get. I remember now. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I, I usually go with you guys' picks, and uh, and I lost this week. So we all did pretty well. So I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm I, yeah. both Jeffrey and I had winning <laughs> records. We picked a lot of games that y'all didn't pick. Though. Oh, okay. So, well, see, that's not on us. You tried to blame us, and it wasn't our fault. I, if you not, need Oxford Rustin now. picks, we got those in spades. Yeah, yeah. Who you got? Hey, who do you yeah. got? Rustin versus Oxford in Shreveport Saturday. Uh, I think I'm I'm gonna go with Oxford based on coaching. Sorry, Neil. Wow. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, remember that. You remember that next time when I don't pick Air Force. <laughs> uh, that's true that's true that's true I, I i really don't i the only thing i know about either team is that oxford has a good coach i don't know anything about rustin except that you went there well so, what else do you need to know uh, does have, do they have a good team this year we always have a good team we're the bearcats <laughs> that, that's a great point that's a great point but i mean i feel like you'd be a lot stronger if you had that red r as your logo I feel uh, like I feel like that would make you guys. If, if it wasn't for that, I probably would have gone with Russell. All we did was we just took the R and put a Bearcat with it, so we even made. Oh, the, did they really? We made the R better. 
up the ante. Oh, well, in that case, I'm going to have to change my pick to Rustin. It's a smart, I mean, smart based man. On, you know? So, so is there uh, is there anything to pay attention to at all on the game this week or just injury-free and don't worry about it? Bad. Injury-free and don't worry about it. You want to see some of the young guys get to play some, but no, you just want to get out. You want to get, you want to get you want to win the game and get out. It doesn't really matter how you win it. There are no style points. Just win. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, so I'm actually not going to be even able to watch the Air Force game this week because we are going to be on our first plane ride to Texas at kickoff. Um, so I'll have to I'll have to tune in and uh, and get your thoughts after the game okay. uh, Saturday night. Sounds great. Thanks, Jared. All right, guys. I got to get this baby to bed. Have yep. a good one. Good night, Stella. Rustin went seven and three last year. So three teams cheated. Hello, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, turn, hey, turn, yep. turn your device down. Okay, it's down. Who's this? This is Shelby. How are y'all? Hey, Shelby, we're good. Um, I know it's not necessarily the football show tonight, but um, enjoying the conversation was just going to ask. Uh, after I was rewatching the game, do y'all think that the offense has to go fast for, for it to have the success that it's having? I mean, with all the players, uh, the talent, the quarterback, the play calling, the defense, they're getting a lot of uh, a lot of snaps. Just curious how uh, how important do you think the tempo really is with with Corral back there? Um, I think it's an added benefit because it's very difficult to you, you can't substitute if you're going fast on defense so you can create mismatches just with your just with personnel um yep you know it's uh if if you don't practice going fast like that it's hard to go fast it can be a conditioning thing uh, it, it can a lot of if, if you watch a lot of college football you'll notice that you see teams almost in mass look to the sideline on defense for signals Hey man, if you're yep. if you're rolling that play in 14 15 seconds, there's not a whole lot of time to get signals in. And if one person gets the signal wrong, that's it. Night, ball night. game, night night, someone doesn't someone thinks you're in two and you're really in three or someone thinks you're in some sort of a combo but you're not, you're in man. Someone thinks, "Hey, yeah. someone thinks, "Hey, we're switching here or you were picking up not, you know, nearest to the nearest to the hash and nope, you're in straight man and somebody's that's how you create a situation where Elijah Moore last year was running 35 yards free against South Carolina. It was it was not that Elijah ran a 3.140. It was that South Carolina had a complete coverage bust because Ole Miss was going fast. So it's important, but look, I think they can still function at regular speed, but now that they have more defensive guys to work with, I think the temptation is, hey, let's go fast when we can. Yeah, because say, yeah. with the defense not being so limited on, hey, if you go too fast, you're just killing your own team. I mean, yeah. It, it's it's yeah. There's no reason to slow down. Yeah, and that's what I was wondering. I was, you know, at what point because we are supposedly, and I, I think it's true, are a little deeper this year on defense, and so maybe it's not as much of an issue as it was last year. But it's like, you know, if you can keep your defense off the off the field for six seven less minutes do you do you sacrifice six points at what point at what point does it kind of even out i don't know it sounds like sounds like it is a huge uh way to way to get mismatch mismatches so anyway i was just curious um i'll uh i'll keep listening thanks guys okay right. thanks for the thanks, call Shelby. all right
Dallas 7, Tampa 7, 14-42, second quarter. See, it's not so bad. The Saints are going to win, this, win the South. Oh, yeah. Well, as long as they can get to do it at 8-9. and nine. I did see, though, where they were trading for a corner, and that was the reason they cut Latavius Murray. So I somewhat apologize to uh, – because they got Mickey somebody, Loomis and, and they, they got somebody that's going to be available in week two, right? Yeah, I mean they actually it was a, it, that was a it was a big upgrade. So they're they they made a good decision. Tony Jones, it is what it is, but yeah, it's uh, Bradley Roby from the Texans. Hey, who do we have? Hey guys, it's Vibin' Reb. How y'all doing? Hey Vibin', what's up? Nothing much. Watching Dallas Tampa Bay. I had my draft last night, and I got Amari Cooper playing tonight. But the guy I'm playing has uh, Zeke and uh, Buxty, and they just had to tackle for loss. So that's not good. Um, but uh, nothing much. Just watching some football right for the weekend. I don't think it's going to be near as exciting as last weekend. I just, but that's usually every year, week one from week two. Week two usually has some duds. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. I mean, you you want to start with the bang. There are some good games though nationally. Um, I mean, a lot of people talk about Ohio State and Oregon. I think Iowa-Iowa State's got a chance to be a really good game. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there aren't a ton of them. Um, I think Kentucky, uh, South Carolina, not Kentucky, Missouri. Missouri has a chance to be interesting. I guess it's conceivable that Arkansas-Texas could get interesting because it's going to be such a big game in Fayetteville that they've been pointing at for a while. Um, I think Mississippi State-NC State's got a chance it to get does. interesting. I think that's going to be a very good game, honestly. I think it's either going to be a close game or NC State's going to blow them out. I'm with you. Um, and there's one other game that is out Pitt, there. Pitt, Tennessee. Yeah, Pitt, Tennessee is – I'm intrigued. From a conference level, it's interesting. Yeah, and then I expect that, in all seriousness, Navy, Air Force will be – A good, a fun game. Yeah, I think a that's going to be a game, game that we watch and people get a little lump in their throat. Yeah, for sure. I, I Heard y'all reminiscing about, you know, the spike y'all had in numbers when you started doing the pod. I wasn't listening to the podcast around 2013 when Freeze had that huge recruiting class, but it kind of got me wondering, out of all the crazy recruitments that Ole Miss had with kids in that class, what what was the one that stuck out for y'all that year? Was it Laramie or Chris Jones? Chris Jones was the crazy one. The one that I remember the most was uh, Laquan. For me, because <laughs> I flew to Chicago, and but that day I get to the airport. I, I, I went to Jackson and flew out. You did, and uh, my birthday is January the tenth, and so this was like January the thirteenth, and I didn't realize that my driver's license had expired, and they wouldn't let me board the plane, and I was able I was able to renew my license quickly online and show them and they let me they board, allowed that they let me board the plane but i couldn't rent a car in chicago that's right and uh edgy tim and crete is not like you can take the subway south but it won't take you that far south and so i was like i don't know how i'm going to get there i guess i'll catch an uber or whatever which was going to be a really expensive uber and uh, Edgy Tim from the network was going, and he went an hour out of his way each way, picked me up in downtown Chicago, and, and drove me to drove Creek. me to Laquan's deal. And, I, and I'll tell you, this is a funny story. I don't care; it's been long enough now. 
Oh, this is right. We're sitting there, and we're waiting for the announcement to happen. And I had a, all the stuff ready. I'd done a lot of Laquan Treadwell stuff. And I was 99.99% sure. But there was somebody that was saying, hey, I think it might be. Was it Oklahoma or Oklahoma State? It was Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Because that's who took him to the uh, Panda Express. Yeah. And anyway, I look down in, at my phone, and it's Freeze calling. And he goes, are you there? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, that's really cool. And I said, you are getting him, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he goes he goes yeah and it was like the first time i was like whoo because man this is about to be that was about to be the single most embarrassing like all that trouble to go ride it for whatever the oklahoma state rival site yeah. is was going to be a absolute nightmare yeah i remember i mean laquan i think was the first big one they got on board and then Publicly. it started to become more and more apparent that they were going to get Robert. Yeah, well, Robert was the first that, one. Robert was the first yeah. one they got on board. He just didn't want to go public until signing day because of the whole TV thing. But Robert yeah, was, Robert that, was telling people he was going. Yeah, the the one that still I was a senior in high school, and I'm just refreshing Twitter like every 15 seconds. Because I, I honestly, I had heard Laramie Tunsil's name before, but it wasn't any like legit. I didn't think it was. They had a legitimate shot at him, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" They just. I looked at one of my best friends who went to Ole Miss with me. I was like, "We just got like the number one tackle in the country," and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then Tony Connor, I think, committed later that day. But the, I mean, they missed on some guys in that class. They missed on like Elijah Daniel. They thought they were going to be able to flip Chris Jones. You know, um, that, um, that's just – I remember that Peyton recruit, Barber. recruiting class was just crazy. Yeah, Peyton Barber, which which, which yeah. is what opened up the door for Jordan Wilkins. Correct, yes. That's that, that, that's correct. Because they would not have gotten Jordan had they gotten Peyton. Yeah. Um, another Carl thing. Carl ha- oh. have, uh Have you guys heard this, this rumor coming out about Orgeron? I've heard several rumors. Enlighten us. Yeah. All right, so – is this All the one friends, about the hunting look, camp? I, I, I'm from I'm from yeah the hunting camp or the fish house. I'm I'm yeah. from Southwest Mississippi, so this is basically LSU country. So all my friends, they're big diehard LSU fans. After last weekend, they're done. They want to hire Kiffin. If not Kiffin, they want to hire Napier. I, I, you know, but um, I, I'm in this group chat with them and. This guy, my buddy, just copied and pasted a story about how he apparently ripped his shirt off shocker at Ordron ripped his shirt off when he got emotional um and tried to fight a booster because the booster said his ass better win so and so many games and Ordron basically challenged him to a fight I have heard this and uh yeah and I it there was also something at the end too where it said the booster it was a pretty prominent booster and he he called like I don't know what's their AD's name um it was either the AD or the the president of a college and said uh yeah i'm not giving any more money as long as he's there but i don't know man i it it, it's it seems like every other month something new comes out about how that program is basically turned into a train wreck you want to hear a name on lsu that's going to pop up yeah for sure eli drinkwitz oh wow I didn't even. Tell, I didn't even think he'd be a possibility you. for them. I just assumed they. That's not sexy enough for Woodward. And, that's not sexy enough for Woodward. I'm just telling you, a name is going to come up at LSU. I'm just telling you, it's not sexy enough for him. Okay, he's obsessed with 
headlines. Most boring. Is Napier sexy enough? To me, he's the fallback stopgap. He's there. I think he's a safe have option. Him. Yeah. I will say this. Um, this isn't really a hot take because I think a lot of people think this. I think the Ole Miss game on October 23rd is going to be Orgeron's last game as head coach because I think they're losing to Kentucky and I think they're losing to Florida. And at that point, after they lose to Ole Miss, they'll be three and four, and they still have to play A&M. Uh, well, actually, I think they may play Auburn before that too. So they may already have four losses. Yeah, they've, so, they've still got to yeah. play. They've got to go to Mississippi State. I don't have this in, in order, but they've got to go to Mississippi State. They've got to play Auburn. Um, they've got to play Florida. They've got to go to Kentucky. And they have to go to Ole Miss. It's like five straight games. Yeah, I think they're going to lose most of those. And I they, do. And then they, they still do, have they, Texas they, they A&M after that. Yeah, but uh, – I mean, I'm enjoying it. You know, they got to win everything two years ago, and I didn't hear the end of it down here. So now it's like this is their fallback to our – plus apparently, I don't know how it, – it sounds like the NCAA thing isn't completely going away, which is nice seeing that happen to someone else. Yeah, it's not going but, away. Uh, and I think it's I've, – I've, I've, you know, had this conversation with people because I know this is not going to shock you. LSU has this arrogance about it that, oh, we can just go get anyone we want. They do this all the time in every sport. Huh? Their fans are like that. Yeah. But, you know, there's this, oh, they'll just go get Lane Kiffin. And listen, I'm not not the guy that's telling you Lane Kiffin would never leave to go anywhere because I don't believe that. But I'm not. If everything's even, obviously LSU is a, a higher ceiling job. The last, you know, Ed Orgeron won a national title at LSU. I rest my case. Um, but if that NCAA thing's hanging over you, Lane's been down that road before. Yeah, I just I I don't think he'd take that job. I I really don't. If there's it, it, if it was under normal circumstances and they had just fired a a coach and there wasn't an investigation pending, then I think he'd definitely consider it. But I I don't know if he'd do that again. I mean, he it basically is one of the reasons he got fired at USC, wasn't he? Because he had to re- recruit. Yeah, well, he's huge sanctions that he inherited. His team was really thin. Touchdown, uh, Tampa Bay. By the way, uh, Gronkowski is that Gronkowski eighty-seven? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that, there's no doubt that that's that's something anybody would have to think about. People in the thread are mentioning James Franklin. Are you leaving Penn State for LSU right now? That'd be fun, though. Just from a podcast standpoint, give me sure. Franklin and Baton Rouge. Sure, good lord, they they'd fit each other well. Listen, as far this, as this Title Nine thing down there has a chance to just get super ugly. I mean, really ugly. Where I just don't know that you want to touch it. Oh, I, I mean, I I'll be completely honest. I think it's I think Woodard would want to make the splash hire and go after a guy like Kiffin, but I think from an institutional standpoint. You know, the president may step in and be like, hey, we need a squeaky clean guy because, I mean, they've just been a train wreck off the field. It literally, it happened the night they won that national championship and you've got OBJ handed players $100 bills. I don't think they know safe like that. They just paid Kim Mulkey $3 million a year. And, yeah, and no, they, they, they. It's just go, 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 go until you're caught and can't go again. But they didn't get who they wanted in baseball. 
and they went after big names. He was obsessed with with Corbin. He was obsessed with O'Sullivan. He was going to hire him. And From then, just a headline standpoint, he was obsessed with Pat Casey, even though that had been a nightmare. Right. And ended up kind of getting choice six. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be fascinating. Like I said, I, I don't think Orgeron's going to make it through the season. I think he's going to get fired somewhere around October. But, all right, guys, thanks for taking the call. Okay, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. think it's Napier, but everybody's everybody's saying Napier, which makes me think it's not Napier. Feels too safe. Apparently, we're the only ones that'll let throw the number up. If somebody else tries to post it, it hides it, which is interesting. It's up on the screen. It's not right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Is it? Yeah. Hey, who's this? Hey, it's Matthew Mazzone. Hey, Matthew. What's up? Hey, I'm thinking that Saturday is the uh, 20th anniversary of 9-11. Just um, didn't know if y'all could take a few minutes to uh, talk about kind of where you were that day and kind of how you think it should be honored Saturday and going forward. I know for a while, news stations are kind of spend the morning replaying footage and stuff. Just, uh, you know, it dawned on me that the kids playing out there on um, – on Saturday, um, you know, kind of grew up in a post nine eleven world. Just uh, wanted to see if you could take a few minutes to talk about it. I can hang up and uh, listen. Okay. Um, you want to go? Yeah, sure. It, it is interesting about that. That yeah, there's a certain age now, or a lot of age, that they have no recollection of what that was like. That you know, maybe, maybe the pandemic in a way is their nine eleven. As far as the one thing in their life that you know exactly where you were, or kind of whatever, when whatever the one thing is that affected your life the most during that. Um, you know, I, I was a high school senior. I was walking between first and second period from English to basic programming, like computer programming. Uh, somebody stopped me in the hall, mentioned the hours. We had computers. Well, you know, Corey, we uh, we had the uh, we even had those little. I even had those little orange sleeves you put on them to try to teach you how to type, where you couldn't see the letters. I think they called them fast type. Hey. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. That interject. No, we're all Go good. Ahead. You're good. It's, it, it's fine. Uh, I don't necessarily remember. I know we watched TV all day. I don't necessarily remember when I had a full context of what was going on, but I remember. The TV's being on in every classroom the rest of the day. And then I remember that afternoon driving home and seeing the lines at the gas stations and just around the block and, and so whatever because that was the beginning of that gas shortage where everybody thought they had to fill up that day or it was all going to be out for weeks and weeks and weeks and whatever. But as I was right there kind of turning to go home, I could, I, could, I could see the gas built up. That's kind of the last thing I remember from that day. Yeah, I, I've told the story. I was in Auburn. I was covering Auburn. Um Auburn had just played Ole Miss at Auburn on that Saturday before. And uh, Campbell had just been born. She was three months old. And um, my goal that whole weekend, that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday morning, was to get everything done because Auburn was scheduled to play at LSU on Saturday. I was trying to get everything done so that I could get home and have some semblance of a break because I'd been in Auburn for the whole – fall camp and that they played a couple of games already and um 
I was just trying to get home and I had the TV on in my, in my room, but it was on mute. So I was writing a story about Reggie Torber, the former Auburn defensive end, who at the time was a freshman defensive end at, at Auburn, who's from Baton Rouge. And I was writing the whole LSU didn't want you. You get to go try to beat them story because it was easy. And um, I looked up and I thought it was a movie trailer at first. And then I went back to writing. I'd already transcribed. And so I was just writing, quote, transition, quote, transition, quote, transition. And I looked back up a few minutes later, and it was still going, and I realized it wasn't it wasn't a movie. And at that moment, the two thoughts that crossed my mind were, there's not going to be a football game Saturday, and I just want to go home. I've never wanted to just go home more. And I got so frustrated that morning at the press conference with Tommy Tuberville. People were asking football questions. And you guys probably know me by now, and I was a lot more of a hothead then than I am now, and I wanted to just scream. I, I, I literally wanted to stand up and yell at people. It doesn't matter. There's not going to be a game, and it doesn't matter. Y'all do understand what happened. And um, I got out of there and drove home. That's what I remember about it. Corey, sorry. Go ahead, Corey. Where were you? What's up? How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Um, I was a junior at Ole Miss when it when it all went down. Um, I did not see the first plane, but I was was woken up by my college girlfriend at the time, who was from Princeton, New Jersey. So, oh, oh. Uh, it was kind of close to home for her. She she called me and woke me up and and said, "You need to get to a TV." And I did, and, and me and uh, two of my roommates were watching NBC or CBS or one of the morning shows and, and saw it hit the second tower live. I, I remember that pretty vividly. Um, and it's been a – I can't believe it's been 20 years. It seems like yesterday. And before this, I, I couldn't my, – my, my parents would always say stuff like, um, I remember where I was when JFK got shot. Sure. You know? My grandparents would say, uh, I remember where I was when Pearl Harbor happened. And I, I never had a frame of reference and, and didn't really realize it till years later when I realized I will never forget where I was, what I was doing, the circumstance. I don't know why your brain does that, but you, you, you can't you can't shut that off. You you remember every little thing about that day for whatever reason, which is which is which yeah. is crazy to me, but, but well, our lives changed I, I, I that day. Our lives changed that day. I mean, profoundly, our lives changed that day. And I think, I think we sort of knew it, whether consciously or subconsciously, that everything that had everything that we knew before eight thirty that morning wasn't there anymore. It was we. There was a new reality. I remember getting back to my hotel in Auburn to get my stuff, and I got on the phone with my dad when. I think the first tower collapsed. Yeah. Maybe when the second one and the 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 magnitude of it at that point hit me. You know, the I mean, I broke down. I mean, I remember just sobbing into the phone about what, you know, what what is how did how did how how can this possibly happen and you know, and then I remember the fear of that morning when they they thought there were multi, wow. m- multiple planes um you know, and then I can remember thinking about how, and this is like to answer uh, Matthew's question. 
I have kind of a radical opinion on this. Um, I, I don't like – Chase and I talked about this earlier this week. Corey, you, you know me pretty well, so you can tell me, Neil, you're being insane. I, I don't like some of the uh, human – kind of human stories that the media is trying to tell this week. And I get it. I understand why they're telling them like 20 years later and, hey, these these families, they, they got through it and they made it and, you know, so-and-so remarried and the kids are okay. And I, I, I get why they're wanting to tell that story. Um, who, who is the sports reporter that wrote the book? I've read the book and I'm drawing a blank right now. It's Adam it's Schefter. It's like to the man I never met. I yeah. read the book and it, it – who is that? Adam Schefter. Is it, okay, I knew it was NFL Insiders. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting book, but it's also a weird thing because it's not like the thing that people go through most of their lives. Where, I mean, the the woman he's married to is in love with two men right sure. right now. Like she is sure. in love with the man she lost on nine eleven and him, and he has accepted that. It's it's a weird dynamic. Yeah, you know, uh, to finish my thought, and I interrupted myself, but to finish my thought, what what really bothers me is that I don't know that we put enough emphasis on, like, I, I've made my kids watch it. I've made them watch it. Um, Americans, white, black, male, female, all different walks of life, had to stand on a at a window at the what was then the the business capital of the world. And they had to make a decision. Do I want to burn to death or do I want to, or do I want to leap to my death? There was no, there was no choice C and the people that did it to us wanted it to be even worse. They wanted to blow up the Capitol or the, or the white house. They wanted to kill more people. They actually fantasized that one, um, one tower would fall into another tower and that everybody, that it would happen much quicker. They didn't realize that the people would have as much time to get out as they did. They, they meant for it to be much worse. And sometimes I, I want to, I, I, I don't, in our, in our rush to be a kinder, gentler, more politically correct nation, sometimes I get really frustrated that we don't teach. No, they hated us. And they wanted to kill us. They hate our way of life. They hate everything about us. And they still hate us. And if they could do it again, they would. I wish we would teach that. And I know that will never happen in America's schools today. But that's what I wish we'd teach. Because what I do remember most, and you guys comment about this because I think you'll, you'll too. What I do remember the most after 9-11 was almost immediately we were nice to each other. Yeah, We were on the same yeah. team. We were on the same team for a while. People were kind to one another. People were considerate to one and another. And it lasted a while. And it lasted a good while. Yeah. Like whether you voted for George Bush or you didn't vote for George Bush, that night that George Bush strode to the mound at Yankee Stadium and threw the pitch and you know it was a perfect strike and, and the crowd started chanting USA, 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 and the Yankees because I think the baseball gods just determined that it was going to be that way. I think the baseball gods were like, look, we'll let the best team win, but the New York team's going to win these three games in New York in dramatic fashion because it's going to be cathartic, and it was. And I remember, and Corey, you're a Cubs fan. I remember Sammy Sosa running out into right field, yeah. waving his flag, and, and it was emotional. And, and that's what I remember. It was all that stuff. And, and it sucks that it took that, but like at this time in our country when we're so freaking divided – 
Sometimes I wish we'd say, hey, I wish we could. Let's let's show you this. The Oxford Exxon podcast also brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Go to the site. Use the virtual tailor, and you can be measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes. And Blue Delta will have you looking fabulous for football season. Uh, podcast listeners can redeem 10% off your purchase by using the code REBELGROVE. That's one word, all lowercase, REBELGROVE, at BlueDeltaJeans.com or in the Oxford studio. It's a great time of year to get a pair of Blue Delta's cotton genos in the works, so don't miss out. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for almost 75 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Go to mypinwealth.com. That's M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com and find out all of the incredible services that they offer. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and so much more. Again, mypinwealth.com. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about traveling this holiday season coming up, it's already September. It'll be November, December before you know it. If you're already thinking about next summer, you want to get, take advantage of some of the deals that are out there now for next summer, you can do that. Just get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, let him give you options, and know you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Service Specialist. With offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford, Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to Service Specialist. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Look, Mississippi's a small state. A service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. Prospective employers looking for candidates, you probably should call too. If you're looking to hire quality talent for your company, service specialist has names and resumes ready for your perusal. If you're thinking about looking for a new job or you're looking to relocate to Mississippi, but you have some confidentiality concerns, Call Service Specialist. No referral fees for those searching for a job. You have nothing to lose, so call Service Specialist at 662-832-5138 or go to servicespecialistltd.com. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. Alpha is your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha 
They've got Load Trail. It's the premium brand trailer, the highest quality utility equipment dump and gooseneck trailer being built today. They also have Hallmark cargo trailers, and they can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. Spare tires and wheels, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, they all all types of truck accessories, and they do a yearly trailer service and inspection at Alpha's Full Service Shop. They can repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more, 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Duckhead, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Or you can visit them online at The Rogue. Not to, not to get political, because I'm, I'm, I'm a right-leaner, you know, and, and – and, but I also have in my head a lot of stuff from that time period of, you know, Will Ferrell being George W. on Saturday Night Live and the skit shows and everything else. But going back and watching the Netflix documentary, I don't know if y'all have watched that or not. I've started um, it. it. It's pretty It's pretty good. But W. was a gangster. Like, like I, I have found myself really impressed with a lot of the ways that he handled a lot of what was going on. Like, like. You know, huge, huge, huge ones. Some of the stuff that he he did, decisions he made. Um, they, I think everybody. I remember a lot of stuff about making fun of the book he was reading and him not acting while he was at the elementary school in Florida. Um, and listening to Andrew Card talk about when all that was going down. And the the look on his face seems different to me today than it did yeah. when everybody was kind of belittling it uh, right after it happened. Um, it 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 looks more like less like I don't know what in the hell we're going to do, and more like we're about to kill these people. Like 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 that that kind of the, the the impression I got. You know, there's a documentary about Air Force One mm-hmm. that day where one of the things that that was realized, this is not political, this is, you know, because Bush followed a Democrat who followed his dad, is that Air Force One was not equipped to communicate the way that it is today. Um, they There were times that they were in the air that day, and, you know, the, the truth was they scrambled the planes and stuff. They they should because they, they were coming for the White House. Mm-hmm. The terrorists didn't know that the president wasn't in the White House. They wanted to blow up the White House. Um, right. They would have to when they would fly over a city. They being Air Force One, when it would fly over a city, they would get the the antenna signal just long enough to get a few pictures, and then they lose it again. And it was yeah. it was maddening for them. It was one of the things that Bush got so mad about that day was, hey, I need to, I need information. I need to get somewhere to get information, and then I want to get back to Washington because I, I want I want the country to see that I'm there. And the Secret Service. Well, didn't they land in Shreveport first? Yeah, they went yeah. to Barksdale at Shreveport. Yeah. And then somewhere in the Midwest, like Oklahoma or Nebraska or it, somewhere. I think it was Nebraska. And then from there, they went to D.C. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
no fun story time with Corey tonight. Was, I called. I called at the somberest time in the history of my calling. <laughs> yeah. If you have a if you have a fun story, go for it. Now would be a great time to I, launch one. I have no. I have no jokes. Okay. Good. Y'all right. are, I, I I have been told that one thing that was very important to ask is how are y'all doing? <laughs> We're lovely. Yeah. We yeah. Oh, man. Where, where are you headed, Walmart? And, and I, I'm uh I am leaving my I left my fiance's place and I'm okay. headed to uh my my parents' house. I'm a forty year old homeless man um that has purchased a home but can't live in it yet and we're we're doing renovations and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um but yeah, it's, it's it's a whole different it's a different world out there, guys. It's 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 different. Um yeah, I'm I'm headed back from uh, almost upon a talk back to Amherst. I'm in I'm in Wren. Uh, you know, Wren's bigger than any city in the country. If you leave Amory, you're in Wren. Aberdeen, you're in Wren. <laughs> Oklahoma, you're in Wren. Nelson, you're in Wren. It's, <laughs> it's the truth, isn't it, Chase? Yeah, I mean, you live yeah, here. Yeah. Wren, Wren's huge. Jeez. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, All right, buddy. Good talking to you. See y'all. Be Bye, good. Cool. Bye. Bye. That was Corey Clark. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Matt Tupelo. Hey, Matt. I would love to know y'all's uh, reaction response to a little game I'm going to play, okay? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, it is the first Monday of college football. All right, not this past Monday when we played, but the Monday before. Okay. And the football guys come to y'all. Uh, at the same time, because, of course, they're football, football guys. They can be at two places at one time, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, so it makes them so great. Right. And Neil, they say, Neil. And I think you would say, yes, football guys. Okay. <laughs> and you, they say, we have a message for you. And you say, yes, football guys. And they say, Matt Corral will throw his first touchdown pass for 7-11 left in the fourth quarter and they leave all right so hold on to your thoughts and so they go to chase at the same time and say chase and i imagine chase would be kind of distraught thinking about his saints and he's just like yeah uh, what is it and they says chase we have a message for you and you say all right well, spit it out what is it lane kiffin will not be coaching against louisville and he leaves not 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 Lane Clifton, but the football guys leave. Right. I got what you. are y'all's immediate thoughts after that happens? Uh, honestly, my first thought, if you told me Kiffin wasn't going to be coaching, would have been COVID. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought something haymaker crazy there. Yeah, not at all, because he's not. Again, I know the Twitter thing. I get it, and it's funny, and it looks like Lane's crazy. He's yeah, pretty calm, like really calm lane's not carousing on the square the media wants to make that narrative be real and it's just not yeah um, what about the uh matt corral not throwing throwing his first touchdown late i want to give a little quarter? pause to how the game went i mean for sure yeah but... i probably would have thought oh they ran all over them oh really yeah the reason i say that is i had the benefit of kind of no, I knew how confident they were as a staff about this game. They they just weren't particularly worried about it. 
<laughs> well, I, I took it. I took it the wrong way. Then I, I was hoping that you'd say something like, "Well, you, of course, we'd have called each other and told each other the news that the football gods came and and uh, told me a story." And it's like, "What was what was the first one?" Well, Matt Crowell's not going for it. Throw his first down, first touchdown pass until late in the fourth quarter. And then, and not only that, but you know, Chase would tell you that, "Hey, Coach Kiffin's not co- coaching that game." You know, and oh my gosh, what you know? Did they get run over, or you know, yeah, we, what? We might have uh, we, we might have talked through it, but I think that's probably what we would have we would have decided. We would have <laughs> we would have assumed that there was some sort of COVID thing. I think. I, mean, right, I, I really right. do. That's what I would have uh, thought. I well, hey, I love what y'all do, um, and I just I was just wondering what y'all would thought if it, again. Uh, Matt Crowell didn't throw his first touchdown pass till late, late in the fourth quarter. I mean, uh, I don't know what I thought. Well, hey, thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Uh, let's see. Do I need to put the I need to put the call number back up, don't I? You want to find out about that brisket? Oh yeah, yeah. Does he want to call? Yeah, he said whenever you're good. Okay. I think I've got his number somewhere. Send it to me. We'll take this call. Send it to me, and I'll I'll call it. I've got it somewhere, but I'm not sure where I have it. Hey, who's this? Hi, uh, Anthony. Hey, Anthony, what's up? Oh, not much. First time actually listening to the show live. Been listening to y'all for about two years now. Oh well, thanks for calling. Oh yeah. Um, no, I'm telling y'all. Uh, appreciate the show. Love it. Uh, I started watching y'all when I was deployed overseas. Give me something to watch. Oh, well, thanks for your service. We appreciate it. Um, I just give you a little laugh. I live down on the coast, those springs, and I got to go to Tupelo Saturday for, uh, I'm in the National Guard for the Mississippi. And I got to go to Tupelo. I got to be there at seven in the morning. Uh-huh. My wife is 39 weeks pregnant. She's due Tuesday. Oh. So I'm glad uh, y'all are, uh, we're playing late Saturday night because I'm going to have to watch something on the drive home. I know you know it's a long drive from Tupelo back down to the coast because we're only 30 minutes from Mobile. You do know um, that sometimes the babies don't wait until the due date, right? <laughs> I mean, that some sometimes, like, that's that's a, that's a an estimated arrival. Sometimes the uh, – Oh, yeah, I know. This is baby number four. So okay, so well, uh, well, then you're probably going to be okay then because it probably won't is – it, is it a boy or a girl? Do you know? It's a girl this time. Okay. Well, she might not. She probably will wait. I hope so. My wife's gonna be a little upset. Yeah, she won't be happy with you. But um, uh, I w- I really appreciate y'all show. I, I started watching it and then got more into it because uh, yeah, I the I guess your COVID views because I work for the state for the COVID task force, and it just cracks me up. Um. Uh, some of the people, because we we used to. I'm gonna tell you a little story. We used to. Uh, we gave out 1,200 vaccines a day in six hours down in Biloxi, and uh, I would sit there. I'd have to talk to people after they got the shot because it was all drive through, and I'd have to wear a mask because you know it's just policy and sure. But it'd be raining. <laughs> I couldn't talk through my mask, and we'd have people come through. I couldn't talk so I had to pull my mask down. That would be double mask and have a face shield and be wearing gloves and wouldn't roll their window down to even talk to me. <laughs> yeah. But um there's I mean, there there are people that 
You see it on Twitter. There are people that are just legitimately frightened out of their minds, and I I can't quite relate to it, and I'm sure you can't either, but it's a real thing. Oh, yeah. But I uh, hope to see you uh, hear you on uh, Saturday night uh, on the way home. Y'all give me something to listen to. We'll be here. It'll be a long day. Yeah, it will be. We'll ha- have, a, have a safe trip, and uh, we'll – Good luck with everything. Yeah, good luck with everything, and we'll be um, we'll we plan to be here Saturday night, so you can you can listen to us. All right, appreciate it, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, let me get calls. You want me to a Skype number or just uh, FaceTime audio? It doesn't matter. I'll do the FaceTime audio. It might be easier. We're calling our friend Cole. We're going to find out how he did brisket and the sous vide because I'm genuinely interested. And sometimes you have to entertain yourself. <laughs> We're in charge. I mean, call who we want. Cole. What's up, Cole? How are you? I'm good, Neil. How are you? Man, I'm great. Uh, so you did brisket? In a sous vide. So tell me, was it a flat or was it a full brisket? How did you like? Give me, give me some, give me some deets on this. So we've done all of them, and we've done twenty four hours in the sous vide, forty eight hours in the sous vide, mm-hmm. different tips, a lot of different things, and it all comes out pretty much the same. There's not a ton of difference, but you still get that good smoke, that good char at that end. You don't waste your entire day trying to deal with it, getting up early, and then in the morning. Um, uh, and then that, that long sous vide, kind of you were talking about the steak earlier, you know, it just it tenderizes the meat a little bit more. So it breaks it down, gets a little bit juicier without so much, you know, heat on it. So you sous vide it to what temperature? Uh, about 135. Okay. And so when you when you put it on, do you put it on the, on indirect heat? On like a, yep. Are you using like an egg or a Traeger or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Put it on the egg another two or three hours to, to get it up to, you know, 155 or whatever temp you're shooting for and then you wrap it yeah okay so 135 to 155 and then you wrap it how long you leave it wrapped um usually just depends on when we uh <laughs> when it all goes down uh, sometimes two hours because you're trying to get yours to you're trying to get yours to what 190 195 yeah yeah you take it off at about 192, 193, and then you keep it wrapped. If you put it in like a cooler or something and put a towel over it, that's right. The yep. residual heat will get it to about 195. Yeah, everything else stays the same. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're if you're wanting to cook, uh, you know, everything else stays the same. You just want to get that uh, that first part, you know, out of out of the way with the sous vide. So, but did you did you see a difference between 24 and 48 hours? Uh. They were so far apart, we didn't think so. But I mean, there were okay. there were possibly a difference. Okay. We, we need to go back and do it right back to back. Yeah. But it wasn't enough difference for for us to, you know, do forty hours again. We just tried it, and I mean, they both turned out fantastic. You put the rub on and then put it in the sous vide, or did you put it by itself and then put the rub on later? Uh, both. Okay. What else is going on, Cole? That's really good stuff. What else is happening? Oh, well, yeah. You want to talk about? Uh, 9-11, I was a freshman in college with bad grades, afraid I was going to get drafted. Ooh, yeah. That would 
Well, that, you know, that was a all the extremely patriotic people were like, I'm going to war. I was like, God, I got to get my grades up. This is <laughs> not good. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, the, the people that did that, I have the utmost respect for them. Um, God knows I do. I, but I'm, I would have been like you. I, the thought of going over to that part of the world to fight Mm. It, t- it takes. Uh, yeah, it's scary as hell. It's what it is. Yeah, it, it like those. You know, it's, frankly, it's one of the things that's kind of pissed me off the last couple of weeks is that we've quit talking about the thirteen Marines that were killed over there. And yeah, that, that they they should not be they should not be forgotten so fast in in no. in, in the mainstream. My opinion. I mean, we should still be honoring their lives on a. It should still be, in my opinion, should still be leading the news day in and day out. But it doesn't fit a narrative right now. As, and I'm, I'm not trying to be political. Let's be honest. It doesn't fit. A, yeah. It doesn't fit a media exactly narrative. Right. So, so we've gotten away from it, and and people quit talking about it like it like it didn't happen, and it just kind of bothers me. Yeah, and so hopefully some of this this revisiting will will get us on a track. I mean, I doubt it will, but I'm I'm hopeful. Um, but, uh, I was going to ask also, uh, Chase, have you tried the, uh, the barrel bourbon, uh, uh, series of, 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 of whiskeys? I think, I think they're all called barrel bourbon or maybe barrel. I know one's a rye and some of them are bourbons. I've tried several. I have a hard time going through the whole thing. It was a couple of years ago. They did a barrel 15 in probably 18 or 19. That was the best bourbon I had all year. Um, yeah, it was the it was whatever year they because they they switched it up they they only did that fifteen for one or two years and then I think their next year they went to a fourteen, but it's it's it was the fifteen that was just incredible whatever time because they've got is it barrel they, they do the dovetail the rye mm-hmm. there's like it's four or five they, the seagrass rye is okay. what I've had this year that's incredible is it really yeah because I had the the really good one but then otherwise I've been a little down on, on barrel I don't fully necessarily like them always but that's interesting because you know I like some rye so I, yeah I it's 115 it's, it's a, it it so we're getting but it has a, but it has a sweet taste in it I mean it, it'll it'll surprise the hell out of you and and it's really really good yeah I've tried some of the others dovetail uh, I've had it it's fine some of the other ones are they're okay yeah, just okay it, but the seagrass one is great. The, the the normal barrel bourbons to me have almost kind of a alcohol bitterness to them that I just can't quite get over. I just it, 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 that doesn't do a yeah. ton for me. Yeah, this one this one does not. But I one hundred percent agree with you on on that. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. It is a fantastic whiskey. Um, and so also I was going to uh, bring up with you guys. I know y'all have talked about it a lot. Man, if I was watching Matt Corral in Oregon right now, Oof. like I just don't know. I don't know if there's enough seagrass to get me through it. No. <laughs> yeah, like you, all you need is whatever would be going on at Ole Miss at the time. Lane Kiffin's in Fayetteville. You've got whatever going on here in Oxford, and then on like Saturday, you're watching him throw for 380 and beat Ohio State on on national television. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to sell advertising here sometimes. Cool. I mean, I mean, I like to think that I'm charming at times, but I'm not that charming. I mean that seriously uh, would be just a weekly reminder of holy hell. I mean, it, it would be inescapable. I think it would ruin the entire football season for Ole Miss fans. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. every single don't week. Don't think every every week. While, while they're going four and eight, Matt Corral's leading, <laughs> the Oregon, Heisman <laughs> leading Oregon to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that probably would suck for most of most people. I would, I would that would yeah. probably suck. <laughs> this, this show would this show would not be a happy show most of the time. We've been there, done that. We probably get uh, uh, Rick Rick Rodriguez, whatever transferring over. Oh, you could have Rip, yeah, Rip, Rip, Rod, Rip whatever the Rip, heck. Rip, Rip, Rip. I think it's yeah. like Rip. You, uh, you were pretty. You sent me a text. You were pretty pumped up Monday night. You had a big time, Cole. Huh? You were all. Oh all God! Excited. Well, I was just a ball of energy going into it. Like I couldn't sit down. I was just nervous. Like I think it's going to go good, but what if like this is just a disaster? And then, uh, like it, it was about five minutes left of the game before I was like, "Hey, I think we're going to win this." Like, I was still extremely nervous. Uh, but yeah, after the after the game, uh, yeah, I mean it was it was a good uh, it was a good feeling being back at, at that. I mean, just being confident in your offense and and having a serviceable defense, and you know you got these guys. Oh, well, Louisville's not that good or, or whatever. I mean, guys running fast compared to last year doesn't matter what the other team is. Guys making open field tackles is not dependent on whether the other team is good or not. I mean, we we just dove at legs last year and hoped for the best. I and mean, we made open field tackles and we ran to the ball. Yeah. And and so it can't be it's it is better no matter if Louisville's good or not. And, and speaking of Louisville being good or not, probably gonna be fine because ACC's a wreck. But strength of schedule, think about this, like if, if Austin P goes on to have a good year, which they started off well by beating a good FCS team and that, you've got Tulane who looks promising. Um, you've got a, uh, you know, other than that Vanderbilt on your schedule, I mean, your, your non-con is, is pretty, pretty solid compared to, uh, to most. Plus the West yeah, schedule. Liberty there. Liberty's there, Cole. I mean, my God. Oh yeah. And Liberty, Liberty of course. On. I'm, yeah. Oh God. I'm just trying to get a yeah, roll out of new I got. I've got so. a college football pick them poll. It's a really good, uh, uh, system. If anybody out there wants to do this, you basically draft football teams and you're going for wins. And so you got eight people, and you got to draft ten teams. It's a snake draft, and you're just looking for wins. And so, uh, so it gives you eight or ten teams to root for throughout the year. And by God, like if it didn't come around in my time and like my draft order that I'd prepared firsthand is one. I've got NC State, so I've got a, or, or North Carolina, so I got to root for Longo. And then it comes around. There's Liberty, so I've got to root for Hugh Freeze. And it's just a, I'm torn between emotions because I don't want to see either one of them do well, but I do want to win money. So it's uh, it's got to be a lot of money. Hard. I mean, it would have to be a lot of money. That's, you don't root for Longo every week, Neil? I don't. Do you not? No. Huh. And ask me. <sighs> ask me the rest of that. I, I refuse. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knew that like concepts developed in like backyard football where you get in the huddle and go, Hey Jimmy, go long. Chase hey, space. Tom, go long too. Who, who knew that wouldn't work? Yeah. Um, everyone, everyone. What are you, Oh, you're, you're having your rock. I heard the glass clink yeah, there. I heard, I was, I heard yeah, the, I heard yeah. the cube. Hit. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send you guys, uh, this y'all, y'all going to uh, like it. Um, brewmate, uh, they make you know, the koozies and all that. They make a rocks glass. It's insulated. Yeah, I've got one. So it, it, you got the brewmate's rock glass. Yeah, it's fantastic. 
it's oh, really? if that's there's not a better way to drink whiskey if you're going to have ice in it than, yeah, than that. It, I mean, it, it keeps it from melting yeah. and it feels good in your hand. It's small, not like the you know the the bigger, bulkier ones. It's it's awesome. Yep. Cool. Yep. Hey, Cole. Great talking to you, bud. Yep. Good guys. Yeah, have a good one. Thanks, bud. Yeah, it's a it does it, it stops the cube from melting. I mean, it still melts a little bit, well, but it doesn't. Huge, it doesn't I mean, just disappear. Too much water will right. Yeah, I mean, that's why the big cube is better than the right surface. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Physics. I'm Glad I can help. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm, although I've gotten fired as the biology tutor, I didn't take the physics at Hatley. I, I, you didn't. I think I took physical science as a freshman. Does that count? I'm not sure what we did at Ruston. I don't recall taking a couple biology is probably about it. Hey, who do we have? Hey guys, Walt in Birmingham. Hey, Walt, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm not going to ask how y'all are. Uh, everybody already knows we're past that. Uh, sorry to hear about Seth's hand having a rash on it. Uh, it's getting a little better. That it's starting to clear up. Hat. <laughs> but um, he's going to make a- it anyway. <laughs> Uh, so one thing I, I did think of was uh, the sissy blue shirt thing and the now the story about the fish camp. I mean, these are really the stories I feel like I was waiting all offseason for. I, I couldn't ask for a better LSU opener story than Ordron challenging a fan on the field before the game. Um, but Because uh, as a rule, thing, hey, hey, let, me, let me ask you this, Walt. About. Hey, Walt, let me ask you this before you keep going. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Because sure. I've got a little, I'm gonna be careful here because I don't want him knocking on my door in Oxford. But <laughs> yeah, when people do the overly masculine yeah. thing with think with something as simple as a color, like if a guy yeah. wears a pink shirt and a guy goes, "Oh, you, I can't believe you're wearing a pink shirt." I'm like, whoa, it's just a color. Wait, what is that? Or yeah. Here he finds out a guy, you know, let his little daughter paint his toenails or something, and he gives him hell about it. Like one of those guys that's just got to be butch all the time. Yeah, what you're talking about. Kind of feels like maybe you're, maybe you're trying yeah. to overcome a little something. I mean, now you're talking about a sex scandal. We could really sink our teeth into if uh, if something Oof. something bad direction breaks Lord. out. I, I can't even imagine no. uh, <laughs> the, uh, tiger droppings would be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would subscribe to every LSU site for a month. Just absolutely. Yeah. Um, Chase would come in here and say, "You ready for the one, podcast?" I'd be like, "No, no I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading the LSU boards." <laughs> <laughs> Um, Neil, did you mention recently that uh, Carson had a 16th birthday coming up? Is that correct? He has I a, know you were talking about maybe a, a vehicle or something. He has a 15th birthday coming up. And uh, gotcha. what's today? Today's the ninth. It's less than a month. He turns 15 gotcha. October the 4th. Well, you know what would be a great birthday present for a 15-year-old? Um, not a it's car. A subscription to Rebel Grove. I mean, it's a great deal. Every fifteen-year-old wants it. I mean, yeah. you can wrap it in an envelope and say, "Here, son. You know, your username is Pizza McRib. Don't ask me why. Just have a blast." <laughs> for, for I will. Know. I will tell you of of my kids. Carson. I don't know where he's going to go to school, but Carson is. Uh, Carson's pretty interested in the Rebels this year because he he. he 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 likes uh, he he likes Corral. I think he knows Corral's going to be good. I think he and his friends talk about it. 
when when Ole Miss is good, the the uh, the high school kids at that age, I think they chat about it a lot more than when they're sucky. Well, sure, sure. I, Everybody likes a winner. I mean, I get it. So yeah, we, nobody we, talked about Ole Miss at, at the Oxford High Schools when Ed Orgeron was coach, no, and he, I'm I'm sure nobody. He came down um, Monday night about. during that game. He came down Monday night and said, "Could they go ten and two? And I was like, "I, I mean." It's From Carson's lips to, to God's ears, <laughs> I was like, I was like, it, I was like, it's a little early, but I mean, yeah. From an eye test standpoint, I mean, you know, they got to stay healthy, but maybe. I mean, that was kind of our conversation, and it wasn't like in a past year if he'd said, "Can Ole Miss go ten and two? I'd have been like, "Hell no!" And this time it was. <laughs> This time it was. Uh, Had you put I mean, money on the over, I feel really good about the over seven and a half right now. Well, I'll oh say yeah, that. That, I always that, did. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that feels good. Yeah, um, you know, you mentioned Dead Soxy on one of the pods uh, this week. You mentioned the promo code earlier, but I got on to uh, look at the clipboard socks and the the Archie socks, and I noticed that in the description to every one of the Dead. Soxy socks, I believe. It mentions that it has great art support. And I just sat there and I said, what a great built-in NIL uh, you know, thing we could have here in a couple of years. I mean, if Jason Simmons really wants to, to be on the lookout for great opportunities, I mean, art support sounds great to me. I, I need it. I love it. You know, I, I just think it's something fit like Dead Soxy socks, and I think that would be one. But maybe we could only be so lucky. There's a question in the thread about do they talk about Arch. Um, Arch was at an Oxford High School practice uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes, it was the talk of the school that night. That, yeah. that was Arch, it really? That Arch Manning was at practice. Yeah, because there was a rumor that got out that he was transferring. That was uh, inaccurate. That was inaccurate. Uh, but That would have changed the complexity of the, the situation here locally. Yeah. There was probably a couple of quarterbacks on the roster going, son of a Surely, surely not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, God. <laughs> but kind of like is, that prank where Jared Goff, yeah, 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 yeah. Where the quarterback's like, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, they, they, they talk about stuff like that. They knew that they knew that he was there that day. Um, right. Yeah, that that made the rounds. That made the the, the chats and the stuff and the right. group texts and stuff. Sure. So just for kicks, uh, earlier I pulled up the uh, old, you know, Alabama 2015 and 14 box scores to see if anything was interesting. Um, do y'all remember who the leading Ole Miss receiver was in that 2015 Alabama game? 2015. Uh, uh, yep. Cody Core. My my guess was Cody yep. Core. Yeah. Right. He had the the play where Chad goes right and the corner runs up and he hit Cody Core for 73 yards and then Cody Core had three other receptions that were 50 yards. Uh, so he was four for 123. Oh, wow. But um, the other thing I saw was there was one reception by one uh, Mr. Jeremy Liggins uh, for 18 yards, and oh. I just kind of thought, God bless, you know, Hugh Freeze. I mean, you such know, a special guy. Um, you know, the play, know the play that gets – Or if he put Liggins in the freaking slot or something, but whatever it was. Well, I, I just, uh, well, the man. you do know the play before Wallace – to Walton. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah, play yeah, before yeah. Wallace to Walton, he got cute with, with Jeremy Liggins and it was damn near a disaster. He is holding the ball yeah. out like this. Like just, yeah. yeah, it it it, yeah. it was wasn't good. Yeah, I mean I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You just you can't say enough about it. Yeah. Um, I, mean, and it was, I, I, yeah. I hope I really hope we see a wide receiver pass for a for a pick six uh, whenever Liberty comes to town. Um, oh God, it'll be well deserved. Got it. Um, it just moved. But uh, talking about you know we talked about the the twenty year anniversary of of nine eleven obviously had a big impact on everybody. Uh, lesser known but much respected ten year anniversary you know on the Rebel Grove board is the Arkansas Houston nut. Um, Nick McCready, uh, McCready, excuse me, um, interaction of the press conference. Oh, that's coming up. That is 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> they play Arkansas the, the week after Alabama. And this would, let me preface it by saying it would never happen. But in my mind, the perfect scenario would be Ole Miss beats Arkansas 49 to 10. And then Lane would reenact it with you, but in a favorable sense. Very doubtful. Are you asking? Very doubtful. That's it was stunningly yeah. doubtful. Yeah. There's a, there's a better chance. I think Ole Miss has a better chance of winning the national championship than Lane doing that after the after a game. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Of course, in real life, he's either going to be, you know, pissed that he lost Alabama again, or he's going to be doing so many national media interviews that week we can't even imagine. But anyway, that yeah. crossed my mind. Well, um, well, Walt, thanks for the call. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Great call. Yeah. I got a joke, but I can hold strip for next time if you'd rather. No, go ahead. We I, I like jokes. All right. Um, so uh, a woman goes to see Dr. Wong because she decides she would like breast enhancement surgery. Okay. And he says, I think you're a perfect candidate, but I want you to try some home remedies first. He says, every morning when you wake up, I want you to, you know, rub your chest and say, Scooby-Dooby-Dooby, I want bigger boobies. So she goes home, starts doing it for a few days, and she's making progress. I mean, she's she's getting to where she wants to be after about a week, ten days. She wakes up one morning late for work, and uh, she sprints to the bus, you know, just out of breath, and then realizes she didn't do her home remedy ritual. So right there at the bus stop, she rubs her chest and says, Scooby-Dooby-Dooby, I want bigger boobies. Gets on the bus and sits down, you know, out of breath, glad she remembered and uh, across the aisle, little Johnny's sitting there, and he looks at her, and he says, you've been going to Dr. Wong's, haven't you? And she's kind of amazed and, and looks at this, this kid and, and says, yeah, I have. How did you know that? And little Johnny just kind of smiles and looks back at her and says, hickory dickory doc. <laughs> That's all I got, guys. I'll have a good night. Thanks, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I should have, but I didn't. Uh, the phone's been blowing up, and I, there's no way to answer five of them at once. Um, here we go. <laughs> hey, hey, who's this? Hey, is this Grind? Yes, sir, man. Please tell me I can hear me good. Yeah, I hear you good pretty enough. Good, good enough. enough. Yep. Yeah, you, it's been better, but it's been worse. <laughs> okay, man. Oh, man. I'm enjoying this show, man. It, you know, y'all have been upset with the 9-11 stuff, having reminiscing and everything, but, you know, people that call it in, you know, cheer up and everything. Yeah, it's one of those deals where I, I think it's one of those just uh, – you know, moments in, in history that is so it, it's important to talk about. It's important maybe to get sad about it for a minute or two here and there. 
Oh, no doubt, yeah, no doubt, for sure. no, no doubt. And I agree with you too. Like every, everything you said, I agree with you because I, when I was in elementary school, that was when like they started phasing out. Like you know, certain kids didn't have to say the pledge of allegiance and you know things like that. And so, yeah, man, you know, I, I agree with you on everything. How you been? But, uh, I was. I, uh, man, I, I've been doing good, man. I think I, I, I might have broke my toe yesterday, but I think Uh-oh. I'm all right, though. That hurts. I think I'm all right. Yeah, man, I, I slammed it up against a table, and, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, it was just a little bruise, but it's it's not my pinky toe. It's the fourth toe, so I feel like it's one of the most, you know, irrelevant ones. I was able to get a little workout in today, so I, I'm, all, I'm all good. All right. So, yeah, man, I, I was calling it here. Did, did y'all hear about the, uh, can y'all hear me a little better now? Yeah, that's a little better. That's good. That's yeah. much better. You said that's much better? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, man, I was calling because did you guys hear about the uh, that a bowl game, you know, that was going on this year got canceled before, I, you know, I was going to hit LSU, but I was trying to see, did you guys hear about the uh, the Red Box Bowl? I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa Clara. Oh. <laughs> Why did it get canceled? Because... Well, basically, I didn't. I mean, you know, I didn't even know about it. But it's the Pac-12 sixth best team versus the Big Ten seventh best team, and so much for the alliance. But they said that the game, the bowl game, got canceled because they couldn't find the television party. Wow. You would think ESPN would just grab it. You would think. That's, I mean, that's that's the same thing I was thinking. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. You know, it's one of the reasons I think quietly that they they want to expand the playoff and stuff is because some of the lesser bowls just don't really work anymore. And, you know, you don't, no one goes to the game and you don't get good ratings. And if that's the case, the kids don't want to play. And then I 12 doesn't pull that much anyway. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, is it, is it really worth it? I mean that that is true. I mean I was thinking about that, but still, like I can, I could never imagine a SEC bowl game getting canceled because, like, no matter what tie in it is, because they couldn't find a television partner. Well, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I mean, no, because uh, SEC tie ins would do well because yeah. people are going to watch. The league watches each other. The league I mean. watches. Yeah. Well, that's like I mean I can tell you this that UCLA the other day beyond the game looked around and they saw all the people at the game they saw the tv number they got they saw all of the uh the interactions on social media and they they thought to themselves so this is what it's like to be relevant again i bet man and speaking of the did you did you watch the full game did you watch all the game uh LSU, you watch LSU, watched a lot i watched i watched probably 90 percent or more of lsu ucla i just i i, I was drawn to it for some reason I mean, I was too. I was. I agree with you, man. That game was way more interesting than Georgia Clemson to me. I would go to Georgia Clemson, watch it for three minutes. And I was like, uh, let me go back to LSU UCLA. Well, it was it was the fact that UCLA was dominating the line of scrimmage the way that it was. Um, you know, it, it was it was kind of I it was it was it was jaw dropping. I think for me, I, I I I thought UCLA would win. I picked them to win, but I kind of thought it would be fluky and it would be something kind of weird and it wasn't it was an ass kicking and and i didn't i didn't yeah, see well. that coming you know the running back for ucla had a really good game and he played well and i don't want to take anything away from him but but he had some gaping holes to run through and and you don't always see that against lsu teams and if that's what lsu is up front and that's what it looks like 
they've got L's coming, a lot of L's coming. And and it was the part of it was the part of the Orgeron I've said this a couple of times. I I don't want to be repetitive because we're at the end of the week. It was the part of the Orgeron thing about him yelling at the fan and stuff that to me it 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 um it's disconcerting if I'm an LSU fan is that Ed Orgeron walked into that stadium thinking they were going to beat up UCLA. Yeah, just plow them over. Just yeah. plow them over. He didn't, he didn't see that coming at all. And if I'm an LSU fan, that bothers me because that tells me that he, he, watched, he watched the UCLA-Hawaii film and said, no, we got this, we're good. And he, that he watched his team for a month and was cocky about it. I think he thought, well, he, man, I'm, he, I'm, I think he, thought you, he had a championship contender. You, if I'm a, if I'm an LSU fan, the things that that would really bother me is that they interview you know Ed Ingram after the game. You know how you guys get player interviews, reporters, and whatnot. Yeah. But they asked him, you know, why didn't the offensive line look how you know look as good as you know they thought they you know they thought they would. His first response was, you know, we were tired. You know, we just weren't conditioned right. And then they asked him, you know, another follow up question, and he said, I wish they would have hired you know, a new offensive line coach earlier if they knew they were going to change coaches, you know, you know, before the season started. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Look, we've talked about this. They had this special season, but ever since that season, he's kind of lost his team. He, he lost his team last year before the year. Um, and then during the season, if you remember, a bunch of guys opted out. A lot of guys just said, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play. Um, yep. Yeah, and and they've recruited well and all of that. But, like, the defensive coordinators never coordinated before. He, he was a, a defensive backs coach, I think. With I, didn't even, I didn't even know that. Like, why would you even – why would you make that move? you LSU. Yeah, I don't – do, You guys remember when I called you guys on a hand, hand raise? This is like, you know, during the offseason. And I had told you all that, you know um, – Ed Orgeron had said that, you know, Zach Arnett just wasn't quite the fit. That's what Matt Moscona had said. Yeah. And that just seems like, like, wow. Like, I, like, I mean, I don't know what's going on down there, but, I mean, like, if you're, if you're an SEC West team, I mean, you like, I'm not going to lie, I like it. Like, you know, if LSU's floundering around, then that, you know, that just makes it easier, you know, for whatever team you root for. Well, I mean, I, it's kind of changed the way I look at the West. And, I, I, I listen, it's one game, and they've got a little time to get well, but – They've got that stretch of games in three weeks, and it's in two. Oh, yeah. It's in two weeks if you don't just give them the Mississippi State game. And I don't know what I think about that. And I'm not. That game is so intriguing. I'm so ready for that game. Well, if I'm if, so ready for that if game. that game in Starkville, if that game grind is is intriguing for Miss for uh, LSU, they're in deep trouble because the the next few teams they play what and I always lose track of the order but it's it's in some order it's Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, Ole Miss, Alabama. If if Mississippi State's intriguing for LSU, they're in deep trouble cuz those other five teams are better than state. I agree. And my last thing on the uh UCLA LSU game before I move on, the funniest moment of the weekend, man, came from the announcer when Max Johnson through an interception to a guy named Caleb Johnson for US for uh, UCLA, <laughs> he said that's Johnson on Johnson crime. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he said that's Johnson on Johnson crime. I was like, whoa, what, what? <laughs> you know, but, that, uh, that... Uh, my thing with AM, I'm not like I, I didn't buy AM going into the season, 
And the way Haynes King played just made just made you know what I thought what I thought about them even lesser. And I do not like their line linebacker play because if you watch them, O'Neal, who's a hell of a safety, he's a hell of a ball player, hell of hell of a player. But against Kent State, if you notice on the pick six that he took back, dude was playing a, a, a robber linebacker position, which just lets me know that man. And the and Kent State rushed for a lot of yards. And if you listen, they'll say, "Well, the quarterback, you know, ran for a lot of yards." Well, who's responsible for quarterbacks on on, on you know if he runs on a passing play? Those linebackers, you know, do this. And that's why I said, man, like if you look at you know Anum recruiting throughout the years from from 2018 to now, they've missed that linebacker. And I think I think it's going to show up during the season. I, I think they lose to Ole Miss just the way Ole Miss scheme Louisville. They've got some time to fix it. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm not ready to write off Haynes King yet just off one game because, you know, who knows, nerves and all of those things might have kicked in. I mean, he's a, he's a kid. But Jimbo's got his work in front of him. I'll tell you this, they've put a lot of emphasis in that program with this is the year they get Alabama. And that, <laughs> Buddy, I don't, think, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Look, man, look. It's only, it's only two programs in the country. It's only two programs in the country. They're two and two versus Alabama, and they last four games, and they last four meetings with Alabama. It's only two, it's only two programs, just five hundred. Clemson and, and Auburn. Clemson and Auburn. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I'm also saying before I let y'all go, Chase, why yep. you pick Mississippi State? What you doing? I don't know. I chickened out for ten days. I'm talking about Dave Dorn and what all he's going to do. And I woke up this morning and I freaked out on myself, crying. I don't know. I, I I got no good reason. I, the ACCs look like crap. That's all I got. I don't know. As soon as that game, probably half, well, as soon as the game over, you're going to be like, what was I doing? What was I doing? I'm what telling you now. Yep. I went, with, I went with NC State. I stayed with them. I'm rolling with the you're right. Pack. Hey, look, you're right, too. And, and, and that's why you're going to win Neil's pick. I know. I, I know. You know. That's <laughs> why you're going to win because Chase want to do stuff like that. Just don't. It's, it's what we do. We're just giving a game we away for win. no reason. We just win, you know. I mean. I had, I, it's, it's like it's like we handed you sugar to put in your coffee and then you went purposely <laughs> into the cabinet and added salt to your coffee. <laughs> like, come on, man. I know. He, got a, he, he overthought it. Hey, I uh, appreciate you grind as always, buddy. No problem, man. You boys have a good night, man. You too. Later, bud. Hey, who do we have? What's going on, guys? It's Tommy from Oxford. Hey, Tommy. What's up? Oh, man. Just driving. Where are you today? So, uh, I just left Chicago. Oh, so you're uh, you headed south? No, I'm headed east. I'm headed to Baltimore. Oh, okay. I was in uh I was in your favorite uh city last night. Ah, uh, somewhere in Iowa. <laughs> Dubuque. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just tell everybody I said hi. <laughs> yeah, I told everybody. I was like, all right, tell him we we said hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had never. I mean, I've been driving for twenty years. I had never been to Dubuque, and honestly, didn't even know where it was. Spectacular, I, right? right? Just gorgeous. I get almost there, and I'm like. Oh hell! This is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never, I've never even been in the state, not even for a split second. So, but I got to go sometime. I've been invited multiple times because I've been nothing. Have but, you really? Oh yeah, I've been nothing but nice to Iowa people, and I've had, uh, I've had Iowa Hawkeye fans tell me that I can come to their tailgate. I got tickets, the whole deal. Oh yeah, I know. 
Get ready to see a bunch of farm equipment. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's that's <laughs> middle America, my man. That is it. That is it. They're nice though. I mean, oh yeah. You know, yeah. they let me they let me walk through the Wendy's drive through, and that, you don't get that everywhere. Oh yeah, that's that's true. I would I would I would think Iowans for the most part are are a pretty pretty pleasant people. Yeah, they're pretty nice up there. I mean, just hardworking folks, man. Oh, how you guys doing tonight? Oh, you we're, doing all right? yeah, we're good. We've uh, just been, we've been going about two hours and fifteen minutes. It's been it's been a week. The the playing on Monday night and turning around and playing on Saturday is. It's uh, it's not what I would recommend for too many too many times. So I can do it once, but I wouldn't want to do it three or four times in a week. That's in a, in a year. That's for sure. It's it's cram, uh, no, it, you no, cram no. four days of work, five days of work into about two days. <laughs> Heck yeah! I, uh, I got to go back and listen to the first part of the show. I was out loading when y'all first come on, and then I I jumped back in and caught the second half. So I listened to the I listened to it in reverse. I listened to the first half later. <laughs> Yeah, don't forget to listen to the pregame show. There's a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff with Pete and others. So if you can if you can listen on YouTube, I don't know if you can if you have the YouTube Premium. I can. Yeah. It's oh a, yeah, good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it, man. Oh, uh, I, I I had started when you were talking to Pete. I had just clicked it on, and then my phone wouldn't stop ringing. I just usually put it on and throw it over in the seat over there. I don't watch it going down the road. I just set it to the side and listen to That's it. That's good. And uh, my my phone just wouldn't stop ringing. I'm like, shit. Let me let, let me answer. <laughs> But uh, I'll go back and watch that, or I'll watch it first thing in the morning. Well, hey, listen, uh, be safe driving to Baltimore tonight. Y'all have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye. The caller stepped up tonight. Yeah, no. They, they, yeah, they, 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 we had a good night with the calls. They uh, bounce back. Hey, who do we have? This is Lee. Lee? Yeah. Hey, Lee, what's up? Hey, just wanted to say, uh, I think the pregame pod that you do, the YouTube, is uh, phenomenal. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, And I haven't listened to all of your show tonight. I will later. But I just wanted to hear your thoughts, man. I'm an Ole Miss grad. Um, Appreciate your perspective. But when I watch Ole Miss on Monday night, I I don't see too many teams, I, I think, across the schedule you know, outside of the Alabama game in a couple of weeks, I, I I just don't see many teams that uh, that we that they can't beat. Yeah, um, I think that's true. I know you. I mean, my my general thought is of the teams that I saw, the only team that I saw that I thought was clearly better than than Ole Miss was Alabama, and I thought Alabama was clearly better than anyone that I saw. Sure. Yeah. Um, that was it. Clearly better. Yeah. I mean, I I I was. If I'm an Auburn fan, I liked what I saw. It was it was Akron, but I like what I saw with Auburn. Um, and I still believe in A and M enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ready to write A and M off. I'm, I'm gonna give Haynes King a little more. But time. But as far as how everybody else looked on Week One, that was it. Yeah, for sure, it was those three. Yeah, we saw the A and M movie before time and time and time again. They just you know they they pan out to be an eight nine win team and. The reason yeah, that people like the reason that people like me sort of um, give them the benefit of the doubt is because their defensive line, from a from a um, personnel standpoint, is 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 potentially really good. Um, you know, where it's impactful, where they could impact games. But you're right. I mean, look, we've we've done this hype thing on A and M before, and they don't live up to it. 
Uh, and so if that happens again, nobody's nobody's shocked. But, you know, look. Ole Miss has less margin for that one injury being a big deal because yeah. they aren't deep enough in so many spots. I mean, where a sprained ankle to Nick Broker is a huge problem for four weeks. Well, I'll give I you mean, an example. Ben Brown went down the last – and to my knowledge, he's okay, but he yeah. went down the last 20 plays and they put there Bryce Ramsey in Ramsey and, and it was significant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just – again, thank you for what you guys do. And I I feel like most level-headed fans kind of get this feeling right now of Ole Miss fans that they're like, this feels a lot like 14, so it's a lot like 15. Sure. And I feel like the coaching is infinitely better. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to get the players there. But I, I, I feel like it happens so fast. It happens so fast. Uh, Matt Corral, not even in the Heisman conversation, too. All of a sudden, he's on fine bomb today and – you know, he says, oh, this is the Heisman frontrunner, right? I mean, that's it's almost hard to believe. Yeah, Ben Mintz and I talked about this on the on the show, and Chase and I talked about it at the beginning of the show. I'm not ready to call him a frontrunner. I was telling this story, though. I was driving Carson to Tupelo on, on Tuesday night, and he goes, hey, Dad, you see where Matt Corral's third for the Heisman? And my initial reaction was like, what are you talking about? And then I thought about it. And I went, wait, wait, what are you, what are you talking about? And I, he meant odds. Yeah, sure. And so I said, well, who's one, yeah. and, who's one and two? And he said, Spencer Rattler and, and Bryce Young. And the thought that went through my mind was, Corral's better than Rattler. Now, I love Young. And I think, I think Bryce Young's a star. Sure. Okay? I mean, I think Bryce Young is a superstar. Um, and, but I thought – and I told Chase this this week. I said, look, I'm not, not saying it's going to happen. And, in fact, I would I would bet on Alabama, and I would bet on Alabama pretty heavily. I'd, I'd probably lay nine and a half to ten points before I even got uncomfortable, honestly. I think Alabama's yeah, sure. yeah, an yeah. extremely good team. But if you told me that, that Corral, if the football gods came down and said, hey, Ole Miss beat Alabama, I would tell you right then that Matt Corral wakes up on that Sunday morning as the favorite to win the Heisman. Yeah, even if they were to lose to Alabama and and win out, which yeah, he'd have to. They'd have to. Coming out of my mouth, I I think that is a possibility. They'd have to lose with him throwing for about four hundred yards. He'd have to light it on fire because at some point, if Alabama puts up massive numbers, he can get to New York at ten and two. Yes, but to win it, to win it. Probably you've got to be an ungodly, unreal Robert Griffin, or you've got to be yeah, Alabama, yeah, probably. Or Alabama, like Young has to. Alabama has to become this super balanced team yeah. that Young doesn't stand out on. Yeah, and then that that could happen. But boy, he looks the part too. Well, thanks again, guys. Love the uh, the new podcast setup. Thanks for getting it back on in the morning. That that's really good for the working man who has a little bit of time to kill on lunch break. So appreciate what you guys do. All right, thanks for the call, Lee. Appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, so that's a good one to end on. Um, 21-16 Tampa, early third, 14-38 to go. Yeah, it's been a really good game. The NFL usually delivers. Always. I mean, it's it's king for a reason, man. The whole setup, the schedule, the uniformity. I mean, it's it's all the way. Just the whole deal. And you got to be excited for the people in Tampa. They didn't get to go see that team as much as they would have loved to last year. And they're there tonight. They're there tonight in, in spades. In spades, in force. And good for them. I mean, when Tom Brady's your quarterback and you won a Super Bowl, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> good time to show up. That's yeah, about as yeah, good yeah, as it yeah. gets, right? Uh, so again, a lot of content on uh, MPW Digital, on our YouTube, on um, RebelGrove.com. There's a ton there. I wrote a notebook today. Uh, Chase has a three, two, one that feels like it was written three days ago, but I think it was yesterday. Uh, picks, wow. yeah. I know. Uh, picks are up. Uh, uh, Butcher versus the spin instructor. There's a ton of content. Snap counts. There's yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, um, it's yeah. I did a what Kiffin said, what he meant. There's a, there's just a ton. A ton there. So and a three hour video. And a three hour video that really encourage you to watch and subscribe and hit the like button and tell your friends and um send it out in some email chains, yeah. that kind of thing. And we'll make this tomorrow's or Friday's audio podcast. So there'll be plenty there. Uh Zach and I are taping a soft verbal podcast tomorrow around midday. There's a uh, mind on my money up today as well. So if you're driving, we got you handled. So uh, we'll do it there. Thanks to everyone who called. Really appreciate it. Great show. One of our better ones in a long time. So really appreciate it. We'll be back on um, Saturday night towards the end of the game, certainly after the game, but we'll probably start it up a little before that, and we'll stay with you guys for a while because Chase is locked into Vanderbilt, Colorado State. He can't can't wait. wait. So we'll talk about that. Enjoy uh, your weekend. If you're driving somewhere uh, this weekend, if you're heading up here or anywhere, please be careful. And we'll talk to you soon. Good night.